0: think we're live yes we are we are live streaming across the combat culture network it's another night it's another time to fight i am matt ryan i will be calling the action for you tonight without brendan Sokler, family and personal obligations sending him on a bit of a break ski but I'm here with you, leaning and rocking with you live for UFC 277. We will break down the card and break down what we've seen so far in just a moment. But well, I want you to be a part of the conversation. So all night tonight, let us talk in the chat. I'm going to shout you guys out. And also, if you want to give me some great cash, homie, well, if you want to give us some great cash, homie, with a super chat, you can do that on YouTube. If you're watching us on Facebook and you want to give us some great cash, homie, just search combat culture. On YouTube, and I am so excited for tonight's card, guys. Two title fights, one interim title fight, and one big ass rematch. And shout out out to Adrian Sansomia. He is a long time, long time on the Facebook. I'm glad he is joining us here tonight. Uh we got Tara in Cleveland. Am I ready to watch upset volume two? It is interesting, and I noted this in my column on MMAMania.com. Juliana Pena walking in with the Striz app, uh, and coming in at the at as an underdog, coming at about plus two twenty five. The last time I checked on DraftKings, so gonna be interesting tonight. What version of each fighter do we see? I'm more on the side of title retention, but I don't know. There's a lot of questions. We'll figure out and see if we can get some answers. Shout out to Matt2377. Shabbat Shalom from PHC836 in Tel Aviv. Thank you. No matter where you are, whether you're in Bayonne or Beirut, we're so happy you spend your fight nights with us here at Combat Culture. And if you do want to get involved in some of that sweet, sweet, sweet violent action from the UFC. You want to watch along with us at home, on your mobile device, on your television. I don't care how you watch. As long as you watch, you can click the link in our description. Shout out to Ricardo Emanuel. What is up to you, my friend? Glad you are joining us here tonight. Watching Pat McAfee give a at to Happy Corbin. I want to talk about this as a fan of both sports and a person who works in both sports. The WWE scheduled SummerSlam on a Saturday night for the second straight month, they've met, they've done a pay-per-view on a Saturday night, the same night as a UFC card. Last month, they were both in Las Vegas tonight, UFC in Dallas, and the SummerSlam event in Nashville. And <laughs> who the f- farted Carney Asad, dude? That's a good one. I like that one. But it really sucks because I wanted to watch this SummerSlam card for the reason everybody else wanted to watch SummerSlam outside of Pat McAfee who's doing a great job so far. Wanted to see what the hell happens tonight and we've seen some wild stuff in pro wrestling and if you want to talk pro wrestling, let me know in the chat. We'll be talking all things mixed martial arts and let's go through the card real quick. So far we have seen Orin Kosi take out Mike Mathena by unanimous decision. And then in our second fight of the night, Nicole Negramu faced off against E.R. Pretoria. Negramu got the TKO win using knees and punches in the second round. Ji Hyung Kim ended up taking a split decision loss to Jocelyn Edwards in our third fight of the evening. Michael Morales dropped Adam Fugit by TKO in round number three. Drakar Close getting a win over Rafa Garcia by unanimous decision and Dontel Mays. Getting beat by Hamdi Abdel Wahab by split decision, 29-28, 28-29, and 29-28. Going to be interesting coming out of that one. We got Rafael Alves and Drew Dober. Dober dropping Alves with a body punch 90 seconds into round number one. That is a card so far for UFC. Montserrat asking, where is other guy? Uh, Other guy could not be here tonight. But it's a party because this is my third anniversary. Of being here with Combat Culture. Started with MMA Mania three years ago with a Bellator event. Three years later, we're doing all the UFC pay-per-views. We're coming to you from interesting places. And I'm really happy to be celebrating my third anniversary with you guys here tonight. For the card with UFC 277. And also, on tonight's card, we've got Alex Morano going up against Matthew Selmsberger. That'll be our final prelim of the evening. And then we've got the main card, Megamed and Goliath going up against Anthony Smith. We got Alexandra Pantosia taking on Alex Perez, Derek Lewis taking on Sergey Pavlovich, Brendan Moreno taking on Kaikara France. And then in our main event, Juliana Pena taking on Amanda nunes the rematch. From last year, so excited to see what happens. I'm so excited to see what you guys think, what you predict. Let us know in the chat who you think is going to be walking out with the win. And if you're putting a little bit of money into the old DraftKings fund and dropping some bets tonight, let us know and we'll be dropping in the chat a little bit later on tonight. Ways you can get involved and get a first free bet from our friends over at DraftKings. And the person dropping that off will be Stephanie Tilly, She is our moderator in the chat. She's always on the other side of the metaphorical glass. She'll be joining us a little bit later on in the studio. But excited to have Steph here. And thank you so much to Matt2377, who the F farted, and Toker88. I'm very happy to be here for three years uh, surprised I made it through the first one, but I am glad to be here with you guys tonight. Angel Durant saying Nunez all the way. Interesting to, to me what ha- why we end up in these situations where Pena had a decide- it wasn't a split decision. It wasn't something to where she didn't win the fight emphatically. She won it with a finish. And a lot of people still give new because the, they respect Amanda Nunez's game. They respect her as a fighter. They respect her, you know, overall that it's hard to fade her. It's hard to fade her, even with her tapping in the second round of a title fight. You can, if you want to do whataboutism, if you want to create a straw man for Juliana Pena being the underdog, coming off of the birth of her child, coming off of. A COVID scare, getting sick and having to come back from that. Also, she made a ton of bank. Dana White brought it up, too. Like, that was not the same fighter that defeated Ronda Rousey, that dominated divisions, that became a double champion. Maybe this loss reset it for her. I think we talked about that, me and Brendan, last year when that fight happened. So it will be interesting to see what Amanda Nunes and what Juliana Pena we get inside the octagon. Thanks, John Miller. WWE is BS. I thought he had a Steve Austin photo uh, for a chat thing, and I was very confused. But n- n- you can have your opinions. Pro wrestling is the greatest sport on planet Earth, but that's just my opinion. You can have a wrong opinion and say it's not. But we're here with you tonight, and yes, click the link in the description for a $500 risk-free bet for UFC 277. It is going to be a fun night here tonight. I want to know what you guys think is going to be the best fight of the night. Anytime you have Derek Lewis getting inside the octagon, it is going to be interesting. It is going to be one hell of a fight. And I cannot wait to see what Derek Lewis does against Sergey Pavlovich, who sounds like he played for the Hartford Whalers in the late 1980s. <coughs> and, uh... Let us know what you think of the show so far. If you want to donate some cash to the Super Chat, you can go Great
1: cash, homie.
0: and go to the Super Chat. Or you can also just like, comment, and subscribe. Bring the notification bell if this is your first time, your second time, or if you're a long time or a last time. We just want you to like, comment, and subscribe. Be a part of the conversation. And if you like me, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Ryan Yells. That is at Matt Ryan Yells. You see it right below my name right there. Who the f farted asking the hard questions? Why are hemorrhoids called hemorrhoids and not asteroids? You know, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. But we're going to have a lot of questions answered here tonight. And Pat McAfee jumping up to the top rope and now going for a superplex on a six foot seven man. I love pro wrestling. Nothing can be better than pro wrestling when it's done right. And he hits the superplex, and we're going over to UFC 277. Get that locked and loaded. Eric Carter saying, I fell in love with Juliana when she was on the ultimate fighter. She is an easy fighter to love. She's an easy personality to love. She's got a great story. There's a lot of things about her that you can definitely be a fan of and you can definitely root for, but it's really hard to fight, vote against a man to bet against Amanda Nunez. Really, 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 really hard. And I, I don't want to fade Pena, but it, it feels disrespectful. To do that to Nunez, and we're entering the next round of our final fight of the preliminary card. Glad the Impaler saying Lesnar takes out Reigns, also. I don't see that happening. Uh I I would not I would not be a fan of them doing that title change, but who knows? And the doctor checking on one of the fighters right now. I do believe that is Matthew Selmisberger, whose left eye. <laughs> His left eye looks like it's turning into the Grimace. It is lumpy. It is purple. It's just a huge grimacy welt right underneath his eye. It is the color of clorets, the the old candy, the purple box candy. I don't know if anybody remembers that flying knee by Smellisberger, and he takes Murado down and just pike out the motherfucker with a running knee, and we're 15 seconds into the third round, and this one is a motherfucker at welterweight. Smellisberger in top position now, trying to get into a full mount, in mount, trying to posture up, has his hand in the face of Murano, and now Murano trying to climb his body as if Smelisberger was his father and he was a young child and a baby Bjorn. Who the F-Fart said her hands are killer. Yes, they are killer. Uh Ed- Edgardo Mende- Melendez saying this card is BS. I, I like this card. Is it the card of the year? No, we dealt with that last month. But this is a good card, and we got a good card on 278. Another flying knee by Smellisberger. We are in the final fight of the prelim card. And there's Morano just punching Smellisberger in the face. Both men pressed against the fence. And his Helmsberger's mouthpiece came out. It's been a wild prelims, what I've seen so far. Devastating knockout in the last fight. And we've got Pantoja and Perez coming up. We've got some Kaikara France in the co-main event. It is going to be a very fun time. People not knowing I'm on the air and randomly messaging me things that I don't need. Nobody, Nobody you guys know. Uh, Edgardo saying the prelims have been great. Yeah, they've been great, and you're, but you're shitting on the main card. If the prelims are this good, imagine how good the main card probably is going to be. With 259 left to go in the third round, Murano trying to get inside the kitchen of Semelsberger. If you looked at the fighters' faces and body language, you would think Semelsberger was losing the fight 10-9, 10-9 across two rounds. And minus three fifty Morano plus two forty five Semelsberger in live odds. If you wanted to get on that Semelsberger live odds right now for how he started that round, and he might try to get a stop. He's got to get a stoppage here from what it looks like. The live odds do not go in his favor with two nineteen left to go in the third round. I want to know what you guys think about the main events here tonight at UFC two seventy seven with two ten left to go in the third round. Body kicks now by Semelsberger. Ooh, and Murano missing hard with a right hand. Kicked to the thighs. Now by Semelsberger. Just dancing around now. Left-right combination by Murano. And at the top of the hour, we're going to play our favorite game. What time is the walkout? We play the walkout game at the top of the hour when the pay-per-view goes live on ESPN+. Plus, let us know what time you think the main walkouts will be. The first walkout for the first fight will be. And let us know in the chat what you think. That will be bad. uppercut to the body by Semmelsberger. Missing with the right hand. And just little rabid punches by Murano. Just knit, knit, knitting jabs that are just kind of like mini hammer fists. To the chin of Semelsberger. And Stephanie uh, already giving her prediction. I'll talk about that at the top of the hour. Toker88 with his prediction. One minute left in this fight. The second fight, the last prelim before the main card at welterweight. Looks like Morano will survive the final 52 seconds, and he will make his way into the winner's circle. But Semmelsberger still fighting hard after having a huge welt on his eye. Pressing now, trying to get him to the fence. 38 seconds left to go. Both men fighting. Murano trying to go for a trip takedown while we're basically in a waist lock. 28 seconds now. Waist lock gets turned into a uh, variation of a neck, a cravat by Murano into a Ooh, into a Muay Thai clinch by Morano. Selmsberger finding his way out of it, but getting pressured continuously by Morano. Both men fighting to the final bell, left hand, let Morano go a little loopy. Both men still standing, five seconds left to go in the fight, trying to battle for it here in Dallas. A knee by Morano, and we will go to the scorecards in the final prelim of the evening. Having some purple coffee and some water here tonight. Good God, Selmsberger's face is just, that left eye is bad. It looks like someone just took a whole bunch of grape bubble tape, chewed it up and just wadded it on his face. It looks like if he was doing anamorphs and his anamorph was Barney the dinosaur. That is not how you want your eye to look at any point. No matter how, it looks like an allergic reaction. Like, he ate all of the blueberries, and he just a he just got his eye completely purpled. Taking a look here at the chat, we might as well start playing the game. Well, Stephanie Sotilli saying 1015, The Professor saying 1017, Toker88 saying 1019, who the F farted saying 1013, and as the Mister Softy Man comes on through my neighborhood, I'm thankful for everybody watching us across the Combat Culture Network. We will get things started at the top of the hour for our main card, and it looks like it will be starting off with uh, with Enkaliav uh, and Anthony Smith will be starting at 205. Let's take a look at the significant strikes: Morano 30 in round one, 15 by Selmsberger, 37, 21, 21, 15, a total of 88 to 51. That is an insane margin <laughs> for Alex Morano to outstrike him that badly. Bruce Buffer looking like he is ready to host a bachata concert down at Witty Hall in Sunset Park. We're going to go to the scorecards 29-28, 29-28 and 29-28. 30-27, pardon me. Alex Morano gets the win on a unanimous decision victory. And a big win there for the welterweight. Gets the unanimous decision win and we will get ready for the main, uh, main card. I'm, I'm so used to saying main event because we rarely call prelim fights on this show. Usually we're like right towards the end of the last one or just the knockout happened and they're filling time. Stanley Franklin, long time, long time saying a uh, 1018. An interesting take there. 1018. So Steph Sotilli picked 1015, the professor picked 1017. I am going to go 1016. I am going 1016 tonight to see if that does, if I get the win here. I think Brendan got the win last time, but we'll see what happens when Brendan comes back next month. It is the top of the hour. It's two minutes past the hour and it is time for UFC 277 to call The call brought by me, Matt Ryan. We are on combat culture. And if you have not liked, commented, or subscribed yet, what's wrong with you? Why are you not being cool? Gotta be cool. Gotta gotta be a pal. Gotta be Fonzie. Ricardo Emmanuel saying 1010. That is that is risky. That is a risky, risky proposition for you, my friend. But we're seeing the opening signature right now, and we'll get into the Ron Perlman. I almost said Lou Perlman. It'd be very bad if Lou Perlman was doing the voiceovers. I think he's dead. I need confirmation. But I do believe Lou Perlman is, in fact, dead. So him doing that would not be good. Shout out to Stephen Kelleher, long time, long time joining us in the chat. And so happy to have you back there. And also shout out to everybody who's watched me on Wrestling Observer Live. I know I see Charlene, who's a con, you know, a frequent viewer of our show in the chat for that. So, so grateful to have you, Charlene, and so grateful for everybody. No matter if you watch me here or any other place, it is really cool. And we'll be bringing you the action at the top of the hour. Uh, this coming in from my own personal instant feedback. Lou Perlman is a piece of shit. That is not the argument. Lou Perlman is in fact a, pe- Lou Pearlman has allegedly done things that make him, in the grand scheme of things, a piece of shit. Uh, but I just didn't know if he was alive or dead, which is why I was confused. It's not a matter of his moral fiber; he probably has none. But I just didn't know if he was alive or not. More facts coming in that I that I can. He di- Oh, he died in jail. Good, good. And we're looking at the opening package now, where our first fight of the night will be Magomed Ankalaev going up against Anthony Smith. We'll drop this in the Combat Culture Chat. We'll drop a poll in there. We want to know who's going to win in our first fight. Let us know below let us know in the chat who you think is gonna win our opening fight of the night. Magomed Ankalaev going up against Anthony Smith. David Wilkinson saying ten fifteen going with Steph on that one. That is that's usually about the average. I'd say that ten fifteen to ten seventeen window is uh where we would uh where we would have it. I'm taking a look at the chat here. So Stephen Kelleher picking Anthony Smith, David Wilkinson saying Smith, Matt 2337 saying Ankalaev by unanimous decision walking into tonight Ankalaev has won the won 8 fights by decision has yet to lose on the scorecards while Anthony Smith is 2 and 3 when it comes to the judges making decisions that is not what you want when you're walking in there against a grinder like Ankalaev, he was going to try to eat you alive over the course of our opening contest on UFC 277. And Charlene, thank you. That's very nice of you. Interesting one from the chat here. Uh, the, the the professor said we could try. It. Let's try a new game. And guess how many people in the, how many cornermen come out with each fighter? Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's two, sometimes it's twenty-seven. John Bruce saying ten twenty-one. Dangerous game. Dangerous ass game by you, John, because you're you're asking for trouble. Like that would be a catastrophic failure if the first fight of the night starts at ten twenty-one. Cause I don't know what the fuck I would talk about for the next fifteen minutes. I don't know how. I, I would get there, but at some point, I would think I'd just start singing. And if you do want to hear me sing, all you got to do is Great cash, send some Great cash, to the Super Chat over $20. Gets me singing eight bars of any song within reason you select. And Sushi saying 15. Shout out to Trigger D saying Matt Ryan, the motherfucking goat live and direct to your YouTube machine. That is right. I am live and direct on your YouTube machine taking a look at it, a wide shot of the United Airlines Arena in Dallas. Charlene, did I enjoy last week? I, anytime, I, anytime I'm off, I have a weekend off, and anytime I get to do radio with Andrew Zarian, it is a fun time. And we see John Annick looking like an insurance agent while I look like your step-uncle on a cruise. And I am your alternative announcer for the evening, Matt Ryan, celebrating my third anniversary. Brendan not able to join us here tonight. Brendan Sokler usually sits to my left. He is not able to join us this evening, but follow him on Twitter, Brendan Sokler. Let him know. Let him know the sweeties still support him. You guys are the sweeties, and we're so glad to have you here on the joining us for the program tonight. I'm the host, but you guys talk to me, and I like talking to you. Joe Rogan looking like he is under federal indictment, and just uh, Daniel Cormier looking like somebody's dad. Just uh, that is your announced lineup tonight. It is Anik Rogan and Cormier. And I am doing this one, Joey Style style, baby, all by myself. And we will be bringing you the card tonight. Once again, Zenkali versus Anthony Smith, Pantoja versus Alex Perez, Derek Lewis against Sergey Pavlovich, Brendan Moreno and Kai Kara France in our co-main event. That one for the interim UFC flyweight championship. And then our main event for the UFC bantamweight title. Juliana Pena taking on Amanda Nunez. Pena a plus 215 underdog. A minus 250 favorite is Amanda Nunez. Taking a look at the chat. Trigger D saying what Rogan looks like he wants to set up an appointment to talk about the wonders of Jehovah. My man, my man, I, I. Growing up in Brooklyn, there was a Kingdom Hall in our neighborhood. And the brothers from the, the, the church of Jesus, Jesus Christ and the Latter-day Saints would come to our park, Sunset Park in the basketball courts. And I once saw a Jehovah's Witness in full tax accountant regalia cross the shit out of someone I know in a game of one-on-one. I don't know. I, it, it wasn't the shoes, but. My man, my man pieced him up and sent him to meet Jehovah. That's how good he was. And I, I don't know if it's in the water. I don't know if it's the praying. They're not the ones with the thetans, right? I, I don't know. I confuse it. But, uh, Eric asking, uh, what happens when you have to use the restroom? You better hold it in tonight. You don't say things like that. You, you don't, you don't wish that on me. At that point, I'm just going to yell hold music while I use the bathroom and throw up a graphic, but you know let's see what happens uh trigger t saying irs out here crossing folks <laughs> uh david wilkinson that's wrong i i am not you you are hearing me ramble for four fucking hours young ed did you practice the fighters names tonight nope i did not <laughs> I'm did. walking in here. I know most of these fighters. I can say their names. Juliana Pena, Amanda Nunes. Last time, I was very tired, guys. Last show was right nuts to butts to a big show we had for Catalyst Wrestling, which we did, which we had. Uh And you can buy that at CatalystWrestling.com, and you can come to our next show. You can meet me and Brendan in person and hang out and have tacos on July um, – pardon me, on September 18th. At our lovely home, Shiloh's Greenwood in Brooklyn. If you want to get tickets and come hang out with us, have tacos and have a drink, go to CatalystWrestling.com. That's CatalystWrestling.com. sushi picking Pena. Uh, and we're getting ready for our first fight. Trigger. Shyster to the basket. And one. Brother Matthias, bang. Oh, I would love to hear. Oh, I want to put together a team. Of five Jehovah's Witnesses, just five of them, and put them in the Rucker Tournament. I want to get five dudes named Leon, Bartholomew, Jartholomew, Bortholomew, and Tim. That was five, I think. That was five. And put them in the Rucker and see what happens. Our underdog parlay brought to you by my inability to feel love and, and communication. Plus $2.15 for Pena. Plus 175 for Kai Car France. Plus 450 for Anthony Smith. A hundred dollar payout would win you four thousand six hundred and sixty-four dollars. As a good thing I deleted DraftKings off my phone. Whew! That'd be a that'd be a spicy one. Uh brother hold on. Trigger D with a good one. <laughs> Fuck! That made me cough. Brother Ezekiel from the corner, count it. <laughs> Sherry Ellsbury, eloquent as ever. Underdog these nuts. Now are your nuts dressed up as underdog, or do you feel like your nuts are are undervalued or looked at as a losing proposition? Either way, this is sad. Trigger deep. Dro- sounds like Shib lately. Um, Let's not talk about crypto. Uh John Bradshaw betting $400 on Pena. So that is, if someone can do the math on that, $400 to plus $225, that sounds like you can Great cash, homie. donate to the Super Chat. You can click the dollar sign in the Super Chat and let us know if you want to give us
1: some Great cash, homie.
0: and support us here at Combat Culture. We... Subsist on, on the ad revenue and super chat. So anytime you guys watch our videos, you are putting money in our pocket. You are keeping the lights on here at combat culture and we are forever grateful whenever you give us some. Homie. <laughs> and uh, for, for hitting the wrong button. There we go. And thank you, Sherry, for watching. Thank you so much for watching. Let's run through some of the notes for our opening contest. Magomed Ankle Ivers Anthony Smith. It's 1014. Will we get a walkout? We are seeing an ad for some movie, and now it's rules of the octagon time. Oh, this is looking good for me and not looking good for anybody else. What is the gray man? I, I've seen commercials for it, and I think Captain America fights the pretty man, uh, what's it, the guy that's playing Ken. And they're explaining all of the rules of the octagon now. The 10 point, the 10-9 system. This is interesting. They've never done this before. This is a new method in stretching, unless they think they're getting a massive new audience tonight. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't produce their show. And, uh, Charlene Sternagel saying, new toys for Olive. Yes. Will give us more toys for Olive. Olive is plotting around the house. Very sad that her mother is not here, but will be joining us soon. Ryan Gosling is in the gray man. Thank you, Steph. He he is the one playing Ken. I forgot his name. I just I just remembered he was pretty. And we're taking a look at the light heavyweight rankings. Yuri Prozhowska, Glover Teixeira, Jam Blashowicz, Alexander Rikic, and then you got Ankalaev in Smith. So number four and number five in the light heavyweight division rankings will be the ones facing off in our opening fight. <coughs> uh Trigger D saying Marvel movies lost their soul when Stan Lee cashed out um that i'd like literally was he a horcrux for them is that the right word is horcrux the right word it is ten fifteen, and i'm really hoping they run through the video package in like a minute nope i'm fucked but <laughs> it'll be more than likely the professor winning the challenge here tonight and by that he gets the birthday bitch hat and also gets a hit gets a sandwich uh philip the was solo tonight yep uh, John Bradshaw, I take pride in streaming the fights and not giving Disney my money. See, if you click the link in our description, or if you click the link that's above your comment, you you, you not just give Disney money, but you give us money. So, yes, you help Mickey Mouse, but then you also help Olive. Who doesn't want to help Olive? You know, Brent, Brendan, Brendan needs to look at him. Look at me, for the love of God. The most by the paper, You're not in this economy. Well, we are here as the true value version of the, of, of the calls because while I am tremendous, while Brendan is tremendous and our staff here at combat culture is the bee's knees, well, we can't bring you the actual fights. I tried bidding on the UFC rights. I, I did, um, before I came to combat culture, but all I had was half a pack of now and laters and a bandsaw. Now, that ended up getting me the rights to Yama pit fighting, but I I can't really do anything like that. Philip uh, the Wise, the UFC is keeping ESPN in business. That is an interesting statement. Toker88 sending a heart to Olive. Everybody love Olive. Hashtag smish lake, hashtag help Olive.
1: Great cash, homie.
0: Having some purple coffee. Uh, what kind of now and later's? Um, the blue, the the three pack of the blue, the red, and the green. So that's the sour apple, the blueberry, and I believe the cherry, which were an active candy and one of those things where there was a period in the seventh grade. Oh, Matt had a candy period. You don't say. Where Nerds, rope, and now and later's were in heavy rotation for your boy, which is why I probably still need to get a uh, cracked a tooth. Cracked a filling lately, a couple weeks ago. Got to get that filled. I have, not, I have health insurance again, so I can actually do that. And Anthony Smith walking to the octagon, looking like the angriest backpack rapper in the world and looking for violence. We have five walking out. It's ten seventeen. so the professor is the one who is walking out with the win in the game this, this edition. We're here for you. Every UFC pay-per-view. Ah, Steph's was atomic fireballs. Let us know what your favorite candy as a child was. That's that's one of those ones. Uh and if you just want to give us money, Great cash, homie. drop it in the super chat. That money goes to pay our bills and make sure we're solvent around here at Combat Culture.
1: Great cash, homie.
0: Shout out to C4 San Diego back in the mix, back with the program. Uh trigger D saying use the bandsaw to cut the now laters into more now and This is this is a good idea. But then you just end up getting like my you know, these micro now and laters, and you can't really chew them. You just kinda like swallow them at that point. But let us know what was your your candy addiction. Ooh, peanut butter cups, that's always a good one. Shit, now I want candy. Uh Butterfinger, also a good one. And also if you want to hear me sing, I want candy. Twenty dollars in the super chat gets you that. Who the F Fart is sing? Swedish fish. Brendan Sokler, the other guy, is not here tonight. Had some personal stuff he had to do. Charlene Pickett Starburst, she'll be back with us for UFC 278. If you want to thank Brendan for being a, a mensch, 10:19 is when he hit the curtain. Uh, well, he hit the the walking into the octagon, but it's the walk to the octagon. Ooh, those little watermelon candies. Those are like the ones you get at a Greek diner. Did you just grow up in Jersey diners? Uh, who the F-R did? That would make sense. Toker 88, 100 grand. Uh, caramel creams, lemon heads, payday chocolate, payday and chocolate milk or payday chocolate milk? Was there a payday flavored chocolate milk? The hell happened in this country? Anthony Smith, the tied for the third longest active win streak in UFC lightweight his- light heavyweight history, with three, one of six fighters in UFC history to finish by four different strike types: elbow, kick, punch, and knee. You know, kick, punch, and all. It's all in the mind. That's what Anthony Smith did. He applied his his parapa the wrapping skills to to become a great fighter and get the knockouts the way he did. Jolly Ranchers are underrated. That is true. Bring the Canadian back. I don't want Canadian. Uh, <laughs> bit of Honey. That is solid. Bit of Honey is pretty solid. I could go for this. Skittles Tropical. I, I never liked them. Never, never liked them. And Anthony Smith, one of the hosts of Believe You Me with uh, Michael Bisping. Cowtails. I've never had a cowtail. I've seen them. Numerous times, and Magomed Ankalaev making a quick walk to the octagon. No one with him, lightly skipping. I wouldn't say he's skipping like a grade school girl because I like all of the blood in my body. Root beer bottle caps, interesting one. Dots, big league chew. Ooh, nerd covered gummies. Ooh, that eighty six year. That's a good one. A zero bar and a ch- Tammy Sosa with a Chico stick. I hated Chico sticks as a kid. They always taste like repressed memories. Little De- Dad79 saying Smith going down. Uh David Wilkinson needs. Peanut butter bars. What is a peanut butter bar? Peanut butter, I don't know. I need to knee see what these are. Remember tops of bubblegum. I remember the bubblegum cards, but I don't remember tops bubblegum. Charleston shoes. I love me a good Charleston shoe. I, I love this this has turned into my new podcast, Candy Talk with matt ryan uh we're waiting for the start of our first fight ankali getting checked out now longest active win streak in the light heavyweight division with eight a combat sambo master of sport from russia 10th highest significant strike accuracy in ufc light heavyweight history with 54.3 circus peanuts ed where were you raised who hurt you Who, who hurt you? And right now he is tied for the longest win streak in the in light heavyweight history. One ahead of Chuck Liddell is Ankle Live. He's tied with Leoto Machida and he is five behind John Jones walking into tonight with 13. And you know, it's a good thing when the porn bots come because you know, the chat is bumping and the show is bumping. If you want everybody, you know, who didn't want to drop $75 on the fight, To keep up with the fight, then come on over to Combat Culture. Send them over here. It's time for the Tell the Tape and Goliath 30, Smith 34, one-inch height advantage and a one-inch reach advantage for Smith. And both men walking in at 206 pounds. Smith at 6'3", with a 76-inch reach advantage, and Goliath at 6'3", with a 75-inch reach advantage. And they are doing the motion graphics, like a 2002 episode of SmackDown, and they were literally just going like this. They were bobbing up and down, and it was like a trance. <sighs> Dakota 100, I'm poor, so yeah, definitely not paying $75. We, appreci- I, we appreciate you hanging out with us. That's the thing that matters. If you don't have the $75, we're here for you. If you do have the $75 and you don't want to listen to the commentary, we hear you. But we are getting the introductions here. And Hank Lyle is just a frightening man. And like like Anthony Smith's a bad motherfucker. He's a bad dude, and I I, I respect the shit out of Anthony Smith. But Ankalaya frightens the fuck out of me, and Smith is a plus four fifty underdog. What the fuck? That is a number. Shout out to Takota 100.
1: Straight cash, homie.
0: Donating 99 cents to the cause.
1: Straight cash, homie.
0: Thank you so much, Takota 100.
1: Straight cash, homie.
0: And if you have a terrible comment in the chat, you get one of those. Greatest candy ever, horsehounds. What is a horsehound as I kick the camera? More golden corral. I, 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 could fuck up a golden corral right now. This coming in from the instant feedback. <laughs> you're not just living in, you're not, you're not just in Greek diners. They are in Greek living rooms. They are the Werther's originals for Greeks when it comes to the watermelon candy we were talking about before. And Jacob Montalvo looking like, just looking like the, the, the Spanish version of Jason Herzog will be our referee. Philip the last funnel cake. Fuck, where are we getting funnel cake from? And here we go with round number one in the light heavyweight division. Both men standing in the center of the octagon. Ankoliyev stepping back a little bit more bouncy than Smith. Ankoliyev in red board shorts. Smith in black spandex shorts. Leg kick by Ankoliyev. Smith keeping his hands up and his posture low. Getting to the same level as Ankoliyev. And Goliath circling around Smith, who controls the center of the octagon, standing right in the Monster Energy logo, letting you know capitalism rules everything around you. Cream, get the money. We're all going to die now. 422 left to go. In round number one, and takes the center now. Pivoted with his right leg, attempted a kick, but feigned it away. Smith now dancing around, keeping his hands up. And Goliath feigned the left hand. Trying to find an opportunity here's Magomed Ankalaev, looking to load up that left hand leg kick by Smith, followed up by another one after a left leg kick from Ankalaev. Leading with his right hand is the Russian, landing a. (laughs) Both men trading leg kicks back and forth. Smith landing a right hand to the shoulder, right aim could have dislocated that arm as Ankalaev was kind of swinging it. 3:36 3:36 left to go in round number one of three. Both men are still feeling each other out in the early going. Kick by Smith, missed and blocked by Ankalaev. A left hand missed by Smith eats a left kick from Ankalaev. Checking a left, a right leg kick by Smith was Ankalaev. Left hand, ooh, some fast left hands from both fighters.
1: 3:10
0: left to go in the round. Case picking up here as we enter the midway point of the first five minutes. Both men throwing rights and missing. Leg kick by Ankelaev. Leg kick by Anthony Smith. Both men standing in the center of the octagon. 2.45 left to go. Not a lot happening here. Both men still trying to feel each other out. Kick to the body this time by Ankoliyev. Kicked him right in the belly button. Right in the old tickle spot. 2.32 left to go. Leg kick by Ankoliyev. Just trying to chop the tree down. Smith lands a leg kick and throwing a hard left was Ankoliyev. But Smith finding a way out of that. The former light heavyweight championship contender. Looking to get back. He's in the top five. Looking to get another shot at the title. Right hand and missed by Ankoliyev. 2.11 left to go in the round. Missing again with the right. Ankoliyev really trying to find range in a weird way. Body kick. Spinning out of it was Ankoliyev. Smith landed a shot, though. Missing with an overhand right was but Pardon me, Smith, but Ankalayev catching him with a field goal kick to the shin. Minute 52 left to go in round number one. Body kick by Ankoliyev. Ankoliyev with the right hand. Looking to pace around. 96 seconds left to go in the round. Jab landed by Smith. Body kick missed by Ankolaev. Trying to step inside. Looks like they're trying to step, trying to do foot stomps on each other. Ankolaev going Gregory Hines on a motherfucker. Then hits a right left combination and then a left head kick bouncing Smith off defense and both men centering, edging right back to the center of the octagon overhand. Right missed by Smith. Left jab landed by Ankolaev. Minute 12 left to go in the round. Straight right thrown by Ankolaev. Tried to grapple the wrist. Smith pushes it away. Smith four straight left thrown by, pardon me, right by Ankeliyev. And Smith throws inside. Ankeliyev thrown some heavy combinations under a minute left in round now. Pitter-patter left to the body by Smith. 50 seconds left to go in the round. Overhand right. Missed by Smith. Tried to get inside with Ankeliyev with a left uppercut. Barely got Smith on that one. 41 seconds left to go in round number one. Push kick landed by Smith. Inside, both men trying to tee off, and Smith falls down. It's pushed down, basically, by Ankolaev after ducking a shot from the Russian. Now on his back, turtling a little bit, keeping his legs up, not allowing Ankolaev to dive in on him. Kick to the shins. Both fighters using their legs, pushing them away. Smith with a push kick to the shin. Ooh, that one caught. Looked like it caught the ankle of Ankalaev, and if he he almost hyperextended or broke that ankle off of that kick. And with five seconds left to go, I if I was the referee, I would have stood him up. But Smith showing some skills here. Almost looked like he was about to electric boogaloo the motherfucker. And we will end round number one. Shout out to Indianapolis, shout out to the 805, count the Wu-Tang references tonight. Shout out to everybody watching us from across the combat culture landscape. I am Matt Ryan bringing you all the action. And he's a monstrous head kick from Ankalaev. During that round, just really kept the pace heavy against Smith. If I was scoring it, I'd go 10-9 for Ankhalayev. Smith showed some skill there and looked like he was, he was the more offensive fighter at the end of the round, even though he was on his back. But shout out to Sawyer. Shout out to who that farted from Sicily. And there is uh, some swelling on the leg and the ankle of Ankalaya. They had the, oh, pardon me, on Anthony Smith. It looks like he tweaked it or there's a real injury on that ankle per the commentators. Push kick blocked by Smith to start round number two. Shout out to the 262. Ankalayev. Back towards the fence, Pond, oh, right hand to the body by Smith. A lot more urgency in this round. Smith with the left hand. Ankalaev gets a right. Both of these guys are lighting each other up. And Smith pushing Ankalyev against the fence, driving the shoulder, and looking to try to take down the Russian and utilize his grappling. Four twenty one, and now just pulling that, trying to pull that leg out from under him. But when you're going up against a sam, a master of sambo, and you're trying to outgrapple them, you've got to pack a pack of motherfucking lunch because it is going to be a long day at the office for you. Shout out to Jeremy watching us from Costa Rica, Stephen Keller. Yeah, kick him in the Colby. <laughs> Tremendous! Shout out to David in Hickory, North Carolina. North Carolina, take your shirt off, spin around like a helicopter. And Goliath still pressed up against the fence. A wide base by both fighters in terms of standing. Call it the Larry Craig. These are the wide stance standards from both fighters. Now Smith cr- taking in slowly down. Both men are uh Kaliaf kneeling. Smith sitting with a waist lock. On Ankoliyev. It looks like he doesn't want him to go. It looks like the end of a rom-com when he's just trying to get stop Ankoliyev from getting on the plane. 316, what left to go in round number two. Punches to the midsection by Ankoliyev punching the ribs of Smith, who will not let Ankoliyev go. And now in a... uh, A 90-degree position, one knee down, one knee up, is Ankoliyev trying to get back to a vertical base. He's trying to find a way to get right back up, is Ankoliyev, 250 left to go. Smith can now just holding on to the right leg, Ankoliyev teeing off with shots, landing some right hands to the head of Smith, and now Ankoliyev. In control of the situation, Smith on his back, and now Smith trying to grapple his way out of it. He has turned this into a wrestling match, and I'm not sure if this is going to end well for him. Hot Mundo watching us from Australia. Good day to you in Australia. It is early as shit over there, my friend. Thank you so much for taking the time. And yeah, this has definitely turned into a koala situation in terms of how Smith was holding on. To Aunt Goliath. two twelve left to go, and Aunt Goliath teeing off on Smith, who was in the he was in the fetal position on his back for a second, and Aunt Goliath teeing off like it's the Live Golf Tour, and you're getting all of that money from those redacted, you know, the 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 people, you know, the the saws and all that other stuff. Minute fifty-two left to go in the round, and it is all over. Magomed Aunt Goliath beat him down in four-four time, getting the. St- Stoppage win in the second round, getting to 18 and one. That one might win him some cash, on man. a performance bonus, winning his ninth straight fight now in these tight, taking over the full position as having the second longest win streak in division history at nine. He is now four behind John Jones with 13. That is his 10th knockout. What a night for Magomed Ankalaev! That will give Anthony Smith his 17th loss in over, in only 36 uh, 36 victories, 17 losses. And that's a bad night at the office. That will be the 10th time Smith has been knocked out or stopped via strikes. And what a performance from Ankoliyev. Just going off. And just teeing off with some amazing shots here. The Russian really showing up and showing out. Getting the stoppage in round two. And Fosushi called it. Smith getting smished. And it, and it happened. What a win. For Magomed Ankolaev. Shout out to everybody joining us. And if you like what you hear. Cash, donate to the Super Chat. New Anthony Smith's left ankle. Is if not broken not in the best place that ain't great he is not really able to stand up and that is probably why that fight ended the way it did not great uh for anthony smith but he'll, he knowing him he'll bounce back from this and head back right onto a winning streak but magomed ankaliyev if he's not getting a performance bonus tonight he might be getting that crypto.com bonus and that would be a big one for him and Goliath will be standing alone in the center of the octagon as anthony smith being tended to still by the doctors of the dallas at the texas athletic commission and our final poll had smith winning 59 to 41 in who they thought was going to win and once again by tko and Goliath getting the win this coming in from c4 san diego damn sad for smith but he isn't sniffing the belt true i don't know if anthony smith will i i thought a win here tonight would get him back into the title hunt this will you know a loss will keep him in the top 10 uh he'll probably drop down to maybe six or seven uh or depending on how tonight you know how certain things uh after tonight go Ankaliev getting the microphone from Joe Rogan who just he looks like he was Mr. Mr. Chartreuse in Reservoir Dogs wasn't really uh he was late for the job which is why you never saw him in the movie or in any of the cutscenes. he was perpetually late that's why they cut him from the movie his character was perpetually late as Mr. Chartreuse and they cut him for some reason but Manga Mad Ankoliath getting the win by TKO uh some people saying Anthony Smith is done let us know in the chat what what do you see happening next for Anthony Smith will he come back will he be returning to the octagon or will he retire and remain a pundit we will find out after this it'll be interesting to see what happens next for Anthony Smith Ooh, and just some of those leg kicks were vicious from Ankalaev checking some leg kicks and just when he was in a rhythm, ankle tonight was. And now you see Anthony Smith being helped to the locker room. He has two people carrying him to the back. And it looks like his left ankle is the one that is in a bit of trouble. Philip, the last thing. Smith beat Ryan Spahn's ass not too long ago. He's got more left. Yeah. It's true. It's uh Salutations to Jonathan Roncone. Anthony Smith is not a bad fighter. He is not someone who should not be in the conversation as one of the top ten fighters in the two hundred and five pound division. But mm, Luke making an excellent point. Anyone going five rounds with John Jones has lost their soul. After this, like Matt was going to commercial. <laughs> Adrian Yanez was from there. Oh, Mike Tyson and a with his badass walking stick in the house with Terrence Bud Crawford, world he, world champion boxer. Fought in Dallas before. Fought at the Star in Frisco, Texas. He's from Omaha, Nebraska, if I remember correctly. One of the best boxers on planet Earth is Terrence Bud Crawford. And shout-out to Tom Clausen, northern Wisconsin, back again. And I don't know if you guys saw it, but... It was an interesting night for the Paul brothers, Logan and Jake Paul. Logan Paul had his first WWE singles match against The Miz and actually had one hell of a match on what I watched of SummerSlam. No SummerSlam spoilers, please, because I'm going to watch it as soon as the show is done. Don't be a dick. Don't spoil SummerSlam, unless it's like ridiculous spoilers like the Clown rose from the dead and won the title or some shit. But Logan Paul... Winning in his WWE debut. Jake Paul canceling his Madison Square Garden debut. The fight that was supposed to happen next week between him and Hasim Rahman Jr. is not happening now because of Hasim Rahman not able to make wait in time. And the New York State Athletic Commission did decided to not, they were not going to take the fight. They were not going to, uh, sanction the fight and NYSAC does not screw around. So this was either a situation like Tito Ortiz and Chuck Liddell where they would have to move the fight in a matter of a week and a half <laughs> to, to completely just go back, you know, do that and just make it a bigger fucking mess or you cancel the fight and you rebook it for an Amanda Serrano card because Amanda Serrano deserves to be a star and deserves to fight Madison Square Garden again saying Jake Paul will never lose. Well, he's taking kind of an L on this one because if this was supposed to be his first real fight against a real fighter, against Tommy Fury, but then everything that came out with Mack the Knife allegedly made that a little harder. And then secondarily to that, you have Hasim Rahman Jr. and all the issues surrounding that. Uh, Trigger D Paul versus Rahman at the Mohegan Sun is going to – it ends up uh, in Dothan, Alabama, like the UFC card in Albany. And and I've talked to David Isaacs, one of the co-founders of the UFC, about that a few times, and it's just a ridiculous story. It, it is a – it's it, it it's Smokey and the Bandit. It's the Blues Brothers. It's all those things at once because they had to completely make, make a new car – make a new event – and in a completely different part of the country in less than three days. That is insanity to me. Cats me out. Brendan Sokler, my, my, cohort, my co-host is not here with us this week. Had a personal thing he had to attend to, but he'll be back with us next month in August for UFC 278. We are here with you for every UFC card. I'm Matt Ryan. I'll be bringing you the action as the play by play announcer of every show. And if you like what you hear, give me a follow on Twitter at Matt Ryan yells. Or if you could just follow us, all of our our links are in the description where to follow me, where to follow Stephanie Sotilla, your moderator, where to follow Brendan Sokler, and obviously Bloody Elbow and MMA Mania. The ones who are benevolently giving us this airtime on Combat Culture. Shout out to the entire Combat Culture team. Some great videos up right now on Combat Culture. We want you to head on over and like, comment, and subscribe. Jose Aldo will be fighting Mirab de Vilashvili. Oh, baby. And then you have Paulo Costa. He is going to face Luke Rockhold in a, fu- in a battle of who's the prettiest motherfucker in the UFC for the UFC's return to Salt Lake City. That is next month, UFC 278. The next time we'll be with you for Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman 2, Electric Boogaloo. Right now, the longest win streaks in UFC history. Anderson Silva with 16, Kamara Usman with 15. One more win. For Kamara Usman, and he will tie Anderson Silva. Elred Jones donating great cash, homie. Five dollars to the cause. Great cash, homie. One more time, Elrod jo- Elred Jones. Thank you for donating five dollars to the cause. Great
1: cash, homie.
0: You are a sweetie.
1: Great cash, homie.
0: Next time we see you on. August 20th at 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Combat Culture. To be Kamar Usman versus Leon Edwards. Paulo Costa. Going against Luke Rocco. Jose Aldo versus Murad Delishvili. Mycine Taibura, Going against Alexander Romanoff and Tyson Pedro. Taking on my favorite new name in MMA, Harry Hunsucker. Shout out to ZZ Flyer. My mans. His parents named him Harry Harry Hunsucker. Harry Hunsucker. And they're showing State of Survival, some Fakakta thing. I think it's a game. There's a zombie boy, some prom woman in a prom dress. Sounds like a fucking dream I had once. Uh, Shout out to everybody here. Paulo will change the weight to 205. That'll be interesting to see if that happens. Coming up next, though, it's Alexandra Pantoja going up against Alex Perez. We are one fight into the card, and we've got a few more for you here tonight. For UFC 277, I am one of your favorite loud humans, Matt Ryan, bringing you the action this evening. And if you want to follow, like, and subscribe to me, you can go to Matt Ryan Yells on the Twitter machine. And next up, it's Alexander Pantroja, who's 24 and five, going up against Alex Perez, who's 24 and six, in a battle in the lightweight division. This one I'm going to be ballerific, like it's all terrific. For number four and number six in the lightweight rankings. Heading into tonight, Pantogia has a fight of the night against Davison Figueroa. And right now, uh coming off a loss to Davison Figueroa is Alex Perez. He is coming off a loss of a common opponent in November 2020. TKO win, though, for Perez over common opponent, Juice Formigo, who defeated Pantogia early on in both fighters' careers. Perez knocked out five, submitted seven, de- decisioned 12 opponents. He's been knocked out once, submitted four times, and decisioned once. And the last time we saw Alexander Pantoja lose was a unanimous decision to Asgard Askarov. In that time, he's won his last two with a submission over Brandon Royval and a unanimous decision over Manuel Cape. And uh, two performance of the night bonuses against Brandon Royval in his last fight and Matt Schnell and a fight of the night, obviously, against Figueiredo when he lost by unanimous decision. Anytime, Pantoja. Pantoja, when it comes to the scorecard, is seven and five all time. So that is a. It's a good split, but it's not. It's not something you want. <laughs> Trigger D just, just, just saying some wild shit. C four San Diego. Straight cash, homie. Donating five dollars to the cause. Straight cash, homie. Saying Matt Ryan makes love to your ears, eloquently, enthusiastically, making your earbuds tremble. Shit, I got to make that. That's going to be my headstone. That's got to be my headstone. Like what else could it be at that point? Young Ed saying, "Replace Brendan with Olive." I I don't think I don't think Olive could sit here for 4 hours. She couldn't sit here for 4 seconds. Uh The fact that she's sleeping right now is a goddamn blessing. Alex Perez and, and when the studio, when we have Steph and the Professor come back into the studio, we will definitely hear Olive. But shout out to everybody. Make sure you punch that like button. Cash, Ring that notification bell.
1: Cash, homie.
0: And once again, thank you for C4 San Diego.
1: Donating five dollars to the cost. Cash, homie.
0: We always love that. And Trigger D saying we can't afford Olive. C4 San Diego, spin kick that like button in the dick. Yes, please do that. Please, for the love of God, do that. Do that, do that, do that, do that. Alex Perez is the one getting checked out now by the athletic commission, getting some of that monster energy water, which I think is the same, same water panel Lewis used in the, in the prior, in the prior fight see this is what happens i can't I can't make a classic boxing reference without remembering the other fighter in the fight uh Perez winning three of his last four fights highest knockdown rate in flyweight history with one point four two knockdowns per fifteen minutes second highest significant strike rate in uFC flyweight history five point one six per minute Sugar D put the submission button in a darst choke <laughs> Oh, that's a a fucking good one. Just putting the next one up for you guys, for you to vote on. Will it be Alexandra Pantoja or Alex Perez, the Battle of the Owls? And if you want me to sing, call me, Al. You can donate $20 to the Super Chat. Rhino, rhino, poor Billy Connolly. I love Billy Connolly. Punch that like button like Ed Reed. Ring that bell like it's Diego Sanchez's Mindula. Oh my god. Fuck? Stanley is saying chess hair flashes is getting all... I'm sorry, I just like keeping that one button unbuttoned. It's warm in the studio. I'm under all these lights. Eldred Jones. Punch that like button over and over because Herb Dean is the ref and will let it go way too long. Fuck. <laughs> oh, you guys brought it tonight. You guys are the co-host tonight. You are riding with me. You are in the metaphorical chair that is off camera because I am wide and like space. But I am got my little IFB gimmick in too. And we've got Alexandra Pantoja. Making his way in the octagon back to back wins tied fifth most time in UFC flyweight division history with eight wins and tied for six most significant strikes in flyweight division history with 504. Who the F-farted tongue punched that like button? What do you, what do you do for a living character? Jonathan Roncomb prior and Aguayo! Alexis Arguayo! Ah, fuck me. It, I, I knew the fight. I saw the fight in my head. I saw the goddamn fight in my head. And I just couldn't remember Alexis Arguello's name, and I'm really, really mad at myself for that. But thank you, Jonathan Roncone. Watch that fight. If you've never seen Prior and Arguello one or two, do yourself a favor. After this card, though, after this, you you watch that. If you, you find it on the internet, I think Top Rank might have put it up. It was an HBO fight. Scorching Matt, great job tonight. I just can't pay for this one. Plus I'm not happy with the judging. Something needs to change. I just say you hire me to judge all the fights. You get, you get, you get, you get me to decide who the judges are and we put them through a rigorous testing process. Hell, we turn it into a reality show. And this ends with it becoming a remake of Judging Amy, but you don't judge me. Let's take a look at the tail of the tape for tonight. Pantoja, the elder of the two fighters at 32, but he is coming in with a significant height disadvantage. Well, a slight height disadvantage. 5'6 to the 5'5. Pantoja, 5'5. Perez, 5'6. Pantoja with the reach advantage, though, 67.5 inches in reach 65.5 for Perez. All of you guys, all of you guys in the chat, given all these Arguello and prior references, I love y'all. Who the f are going a little too far. <laughs> uh, the, uh, descent, descent I should be replaced, I should replace Daniel Cormier. I love Daniel Cormier. But if they gave me Daniel Cormier money, I wouldn't be sad if I got Daniel Cormier money. Because who doesn't want Daniel Cormier? I would give me all that money. Uh, Stephen Kelleher, what about ref standing fighters up way too soon? You start a clock. It's kind of like a pitch clock. If there's inactivity within a a specific time period, you stand them up. You make it less subjective. You make it more you make it more objective. You have these points, you have these laws, these rules. I was at a bar last night with my my brother Douglas, who's not my brother, but he's my brother. And we were talking with the bartender. About constitutional monarchy and the idea of constitutional monarchy he believed, the bartender believed, to be the best political system after all of this collapses, we disagreed. But he made one hell of a vodka soda. Here we go. Round number one, Pantoja and Perez. And we got ourselves a motherfucking firefight. Perez and Pantoja. Pantoja throwing hands like he's a young Manny Pacquiao. Perez knuckling up too and now going for a takedown. We're starting hot here in Dallas. Pantoja kneeing and Perez following suit. These guys are going off. The flyweight division is not fucking around. And now Pantoja backpacking Perez. Trying to go for the RNC. Holding on to him for dear life. And now Perez. Standing carrying a man his own body weight. Just carrying around 127 pounds on his back. Like it's just your groceries. Pressed up against the fence now. Pantoja. Figure 4 in the midsection of Perez. Trying to go for the submission. Trying to peel the arms away. Pantoja... Is trying to break this. Perez has locked his arms like this over his face and neck to avoid a submission attempt. And one arm seeped through. Perez has seeped in the left arm, trying to get the right arm in, trying to lick the RNC while another man while another man is holding him. He is figure for himself onto the back of another human being. And we are just under 90 seconds into this goddamn fight.
1: And that's it, it's over! A backpack RNC and Alexander Pantosia get some... Great, great cash, homie. With
0: the bonus on that one, how do you not give him the bonus? What a stoppage from Alexander Pantoja. Tom Claussen said at best 0-100 in 0.7 seconds. Good goddamn, you're right. And Pantoja giving Perez a kiss on the cheek. And a big win here for Alexander Pantoja. Getting a win in just about 90 seconds. It started out as a firefight. Or just a straight up brawl between both of these fighters. And it turned into Pantoja just getting the grapple and then finding a way to just get in and behind them and lock it in. Pantoja was the aggressor out of the gate and then just landing shots, and was able to just keep the pace going as Perez was just trying to find oxygen. And then in this situation, a quick takedown by Pantosha gets the back from Perez and never lets go. He does what Rose should have done and dragged him to the ends of the motherfucking earth, locking in the RNC after an intense grappling battle, and shout out to Alex Perez for doing all that and fighting his hard as he did with a man over 127 pounds on his back and just trying to find a way out of it. And Alexander Pantoja may be the strongest man in the flyweight division after that, because goddamn, I say goddamn. What a fight. What a start to this card. Shout out to Doug Abramski. We have missed, if you have not been watching with us so far, you have missed a lot A lot, a lot, a lot, like a a fucking fair amount of wild nonsense has occurred in the first two fights. And Alexander Pantoja, who's buffer, making this one official. And the referee who looks like the gambler from WCW Saturday night. That'll be a submission win by RNC for Pantoja. In a minute and thirty-one seconds, Aldra Jones asking Matt, "You think Pantoja should get the title shot? Yeah. After that, after it's his tenth first-round finish, ten of his twenty-five wins. So just under fifty percent of his wins have come in the first round. That's insane." And a shout-out to AJ Alberding watching us live, saying good job with the commentary. Keep up the good work. I will. And the reason why I do this is – And also because I get to hang out with all of you guys. Pantoja cutting a money promo in the home of the Sportatorium right now. And Pantoja has put himself in the t- – tied for fourth all-time in most wins in flyweight history with nine. He has won behind Davidson Figueredo for third place. I would say right now you have the opportunity to drop him in there. Most finishes in flyweight history. He's got six. He's tied for with Jojo Benavides. He's behind Demetrius Johnson and Davison Figueredo, who both have seven. Sam Alexander Mint saying Kai all day, boys. Going with Kai Car France in the co main event. That is that is a choice. That is not that's not a terrible choice. And we want to thank everybody for joining us here tonight. I am Matt Ryan. You can see it on the name gimmick at the bottom of the screen. I'm all beved up. Don't know what to do. Vasquez Marquez is a is a trilogy as a trilogy is must see boxing. Jeffrey Burton, you're not wrong. And here we see Derek Lewis fighting again in his home state of Texas. Man has won 21 of his fights by knockout. Young Ed, Sugar Sean, this is his great home state of Montana. That's the fucking funny thing. Is that... Sean O'Malley is from fucking Montana. You look at him. As, as if Takashi 69 and Conor McGregor did the fusion dance from Dragon Ball Z inside the fly machine. That is how we got here. With Sugar Sean O'Malley. One hell of a fighter. But... You don't want to do the Colby Covington and work yourself in Mushu. That's all you, that's what you don't want to do. And I know I look like Alex Jones in this setup, like just a one man staring at a camera, wearing a shirt with a collar. Just, just staring and talking, saying nonsense. Zip recruiter is now a sponsor for the UFC. That's a choice. Uh, you know, in this economy. Who the f-farted saying gate key, uh, key holder. Douglas Abramsky shouting him out. Fosushi calling him Gatekeeper Lewis. Sam Alexander Mince I'd eat them both. What does that mean? Oh, uh, and Alexander Volkanovsky is at a Hooters in Dallas, Texas. I didn't know Hooters was still in business, to be completely honest with you. Uh, not even trying to be a dick. I just completely forgot. And Juliana Pena earlier tonight walking into the American Airlines arena. Adrian, mean, sent to me, just don't hawk any dick pills. I, I will hawk whoever will
1: Free cash, homie. give me some. Great cash, homie.
0: And that will be in the chat. If you want to donate twenty dollars, I'll sing a song for you.
1: Great cash, homie.
0: I'd literally carnivore eat them. You, you, you need help. Shout out to Adrian in Tacoma, hanging out with us here in Tacoma today. And Amanda Nunes walking into the building. Tom and hell yeah, Hooters still around. So, uh, no slight against Hooters. I just – I've never been to one. There was one in Manhattan that I never went to, and I've never eaten their wings. So I have no real opinion of Hooters as a business. So – Charlie, what a good one here. And next up, it is thick boy season. It is a heavyweight fight as it will be Derek Lewis going up against Sergey Pavlovich, 15 and one in the world of MMA. But I think he got a couple of game misconducts when he played hockey in the 1980s. Cause that's just a very hot, that's a hockey name. How are you named Sergey Pavlovich and you are not a defenseman? Like at at least a third line winger. Like it bothers me greatly. It it it, it makes me want Derek Lewis to win. Motherfucker looks like a hockey. Well, he kind of looks like Fedor. He looks like Fedor's cousin. He looks like blonde Fedor. So I see why he's a fighter. But come on, dude, your name's Sergey Pavlovich. You gotta be a hockey player. What team? I want to know in the chat. What team do you think a uh, a player like Sergey Pavlovich would be playing? What, what what team will he be playing for in that era? I'd love to know your thoughts in the chat. Please drop them in there. And also, if you want to give cash, us homie. some straight cash, homie, you can donate to the Super Chat. Sam Mintz, are you calling the fights? Yes, I'm calling the fights. We've had one fight go to the decision and one fight end in 90 seconds. So we are preparing for the third fight of the night, or Coco main event, as I like to say. Shout out to everyone watching us across the Combat Culture Network. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Philip the Wise, the Atlanta Falcons. What? It's not a hockey team. Talking about the hockey teams here. Let's let's stay on track. Stay on track, kids. Stay on track. Stay in school. Stay on track. Thousand points of light. Putting uh the next poll up. And Sergey Pavlovich will be the first one to walk out to the octagon for our Coco main event. Stephen Kelleher saying the Chinese women's swim team. Stanley Franklin, the 80s Pistons. Hayden O'Rear actually said a, a hockey team. The Detroit Red Wings. Penn State swim. Why are you picking swim teams, Phil? Donald with the Bruins. Little notes on Pavlovich. Shout out to Sam listening in New Zealand. Performance of the night bonus two times for Pavlovich. Won his last three fights by knockout and TKO over Shamil Abdulkhmihimov, Maurice Green, and Marcelo Golem over the last couple of years since 2019. His last loss was a knockout by Alistair Overeem in 2018. He's knocked out 12 and decision three. His only pro loss was two. Alistair Overeem, DJ Thompson, get it read. Love what you all doing for us broke folk. If you like what we're doing, we do this every pay-per-view. So, so subscribe and ring the notification bell so you know when we're live. And we start 15 minutes before every UFC pay-per-view. So if you subscribe to the channel, all you gotta do is just head on over to the Combat Culture page. And you're there. You're home. You can hang out with us. We're partying. We're watching the fights together. It's a party. It says it in the title. It's a watch party, fools. Uh shout out to the Marshall Wow, bro. Wow. I caught that one. Shout out to Mark and East Van. Shout out to ScanBC. Clay Sharandowski the Penguins. Pavlovich in that baby blue pens jersey would work. The Southern Toledo Polytech Raging Sloths. I would wear that jersey. I would I would honestly wear that jersey. Uh Charlene saying go Blackhawks. Really? Blackhawks? Man? Come on, Charlene. I thought you were cool. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But we are getting ready. Pavlovich, looking everything like what you would want from a Russian heel in the late 1980s. A slight dad bod with abs, blonde hair, an imposing stare, and possibly a very understated use of the iron claw. Jonathan Roncone with the correct answer, which is the Hartford Whalers. It's a correct answer to any question on this show, the Hartford Whalers. Coming up next is the man who's got the most knockouts in UFC history, the most knockouts in UFC heavyweight history, both of those being 13, and tied for the most finishes in UFC heavyweight division history with 13. Tied with Frank Mir, has four performance of the night bonuses, three fight of the nights. has lost two of his last three to Tai Ivasa and Gane by TKO and KO. His last win was in December against Chris Dowskis when he knocked him the fuck out. Lost to gun, ended a four-fight winning streak over Curtis Blades, Alexei Olenek, Ali Latifi, and Blagoj Ivanov. He's knocked out 21, submitted one, decision four, and it is Derek Lewis making his walk to the Octagon for our co-co-main event. Uh Trigger D saying Pavlovich by iron curtain submission and Stephen Kelleher picking the UFC heavyweight by the way of, uh, lack, cause of a lack of experience. Cal, frankly saying, don't go to the fridge yet. Do not delay on this one. The black beast, the man from New Orleans who makes his home now in Houston, making his way to the octagon, taking a big gulp of water. Uh, Derek Lewis said at one point, USA in this hoe. And Sam Mint saying him, one of the best fighters ever. I would have to agree just from a promo, promo perspective. Adrian, since predicting, Derek Lewis by sweaty ball heat. I feel like that should be a stoppage. Derek Lewis wearing the 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 best fabric shorts, the the board shorts. Most knockouts obviously in heavyweight history, second most wins in UFC heavyweight history with 17 and notable wins as I said over Curtis Blades, the walkoff against Alexander Volkov and beating Francis Ngannou in the most boring fight literally in UFC heavyweight history. Tom Clawson predicting KO at 4:59 of the 3rd. Mintz calling. Interesting. Is Sam Mintz saying Pavlovich, one of the best fighters ever? Interesting. Oh, one of the... I didn't understand what you were saying. Kelleher saying someone's going to throw some smoke. Lewis looking focused, looking happy to be back inside the octagon, doing a bit of a dance or just trying to get his feet acclimated to the canvas. Trigger D saying the live crowd is bringing the dog out of these fighters. It's gonna be interesting. That 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 Perez Pantoja fight. God damn. Let's take a look at the tail of the tape. Pavlovich thirty. Derek Lewis thirty seven. He's the oldest fighter on tonight's card. Both fighters six foot three. Lewis with the ten pound nine and a half pound weight advantage at two hundred sixty four pounds. Pavlovich, 254.5, and the reach advantage, a 5-inch difference. Pavlovich with 84, Derek Lewis with 79. That one is going to be a big part of this. Abramski saying, let's get some I'm all for this. Let's get down to the get-down here. Kelleher saying, Derek trains at Hooters. Well, you know, his balls get hot because of the hot wings. It's just the breaks of the game. Tucker 88 predicting Lewis by KO in the second interesting call. I'm not against it. Streets is hot in Jersey tonight as uh, as the neighborhood dogs make their way in around the neighborhood. Now we see Derek Lewis being introduced. What do you guys think heading into this fight? Plus 130 underdog is Lewis. That is an that is a solid underdog rate for Lewis. Um what do you guys think of Bruce Buffer just getting in these guys' faces, guys and girls' faces when he does the introduction now? Like that's that's been ah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan Ron Cohen Jonathan Roncone saying Lewis is going to hit the green mist. If Derek Lewis pulled out some great Kabuki shit, and then and then you just see Dan Lambert dressed up as <laughs> Scary Heart, I would mark the fuck out. Dan Margliotta, you're official. In the main, of in our next fight, Trigger D, saying Tajiri style. He got that from the great Muda, who got that from the great Kabuki. Boogeyman from Singapore. And here we go, round number one. It's a heavyweight fight, both fighters touch gloves, and here we go. Pavlovich jumping and jiving like he's had eight cups of coffee. Leg kick missed by Lewis. Big sweeping mcafee s kick there. By the man from Houston, Texas. Pavlovich, leading with his left, not throwing a strike yet, and throws a left hand as soon as I say that, does not land, Lewis backed up to the fence, near the fence, trying to find a way to get inside the kitchen of Pavlovich. Hands in constant motion, strikes, Lewis, and these guys are throwing hands, Pavlovich throwing uppercuts with impunity, he's got Lewis on his bicycle, Lewis is in trouble, Derek Lewis is in trouble, Pavlovich lights the lamp, and it's all over, in under a minute! Sergey Pavlovich! Getting the win, five for, doesn't even try to go five for fighting. Lights the lamp, he's got a little bit of raspberry jam on his head, but that man walking out with a bonus and Derek Lewis walking out with the L and he is not happy. And Pavlovich amping up the crowd here. What a performance from Sergei Pavlovich. Second straight fight. We don't even get to the two minute mark. Pavlovich, we'll see again on the replay. It starts with a left hand overhand right to the chest and then just swinging wildly, just started getting in, getting inside and throwing shots overhand rights. Pavlovich was, it looked it could go either way. Pavlovich caught Lewis behind the ear from what it seems on the replay. Screws up his balance, and then Lewis tries to circle back, gets caught with a few shots, and this is where it ends. Pavlovich drops Lewis to his knees. Lewis was trying to defend himself. Looked like his knee might have buckled, and that just opened the door for Pavlovich to just start waylaying Lewis with shots and ending this fight in the first round. And Lewis was wondering, what the fuck? And he is not happy about it, but that is another stoppage loss for Derek Lewis and Sergei Pavlovich will get his 13th knockout. I believe it will be claimed a TKO, but either way, 13th time he has stopped somebody with the cannon fodder that he sends out with his hand and legs. he will go to 16 and 1. Charlene saying it best, bing bong. And what a win there for Pavlovich and it will be 55 seconds under a minute for Sergei Pavlovich getting the win and Joe Rogan running in there once again like a confused and concerned mob attorney who took his jacket off because he tore it. Cause he has too much muscles. Trigger D saying Fedor is smirking somewhere. I feel like Fedor just, that, that's what his face does. That's just, that's just it. That's what it does. It just does that. Glad you're here. Kai France is making his way to the octagon ski. Shout out to Bobby Lewis. Shout out to Philip DeWise. Thanks to everybody coming back. If you were watching on the other feed, and you saw people. You want people to come back. Send the link to this here. We uh we are dropping it. Uh, we are live across combat culture. I'm Matt Ryan. Shout out to Toker. Shout out to Philip the Wise. Thank you to Clay. And a shout out to our team here in the studio. Shout out to Steph, to Professor, and Olive for rolling through that with us as we reset here for our co-main event. We had a whole lot of people joining us. We want them all to come back. So please, please, please let people know across social media to like, comment, and subscribe. And be a part of the conversation. Be a part of the party with us. I see people coming right back in. Dana taking us down tonight. Blue Kangaroo, that is not what happened. We did not, we did not get drone striked by Endeavor. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, Lily's dad 79, Lil Dad 79, I'm sorry, Lil Dad 79 is uh, saying he got knocked the fuck out. He did. 10-7. That's subscribe That's a good one. And mean mugging and fiend thugging is Brandon Moreno, the former UFC flyweight champion, is ready for war as he makes that walk. To the octagon in our co-main event. Welcome back, Don. Welcome back, everybody. Douglas Obronski, just one of those Russian power surges. Yeah, definitely in New York, but shout out to, uh, to the professor. The professor won the time clock tonight. And I was told there was another challenge that was coming my way this evening and Moreno making the walk, the first ever Mexican born UFC champion from Tijuana, Mexico. A place I have been. I've produced professional wrestling in Tijuana. That was a delight and a thrill for me. The Mo saying Kai France going down. Trigger D predicting Cara France will win by KO. Stanley Franklin saying round two, go. Let's go. Let's get it, children. You sweet summer children. You are the reason I am here. I love all of you, and I'm so glad you are joining us. And if you love what we're doing, cash, you want to go some? Cash, please, 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 please like, comment, subscribe, and donate to the Super Chat. And both of it. And right now. Moreno getting amped up by his team. And now Charles Woodson, the NFL great, getting in on the conversation. He's getting ready for some fireworks. It has been a fireworks-inducing card tonight. Bobby Lewis, Brendan Sookler, not with me here, but I do have Stephanie Sotilli on the other side of the metaphorical glass alongside the fat baby and the professor joining us here. Doug's dugout saying Moreno by second-round RNC. Moreno, the former UFC flyweight champion, fourth most significant strikes in division history with 634, a BJJ black belt, and he's got those hands because he grew up in one of the best boxing cities on planet Earth, Tijuana, Jalisco, Mexico. Pardon me, Tijuana, Baja, California, Mexico. Faze Applestick. That's the... Steph, is that a real name? Faze Applestick. Yeah, apple stick. Well, that that was apple seed. He would be planting apple sticks then under that under those conventions. Uh, phase no. F capital F lowercase A uppercase Z lowercase E. No, that's a DJ. Ah, that makes sense. The odds history in the first fight. Cara France was a minus 165 favorite tonight. He's a plus 175 underdog. Moreno is a minus 205 favorite in this fight. Was a plus 135 dog in their first fight. Doug's dug out. Your mom goes to college. Douglas Lebramski saying, uh, candy apple. FaZe Applestick saying, great performance by Derek Lewis. You're just fucking around. Moreno 28, Cara France 29. Moreno with a three inch height advantage because Kai Cara France is five foot four. 124.5 pounds, both fighters at championship weight. Moreno with the reach advantage and height advantage. Moreno with a 70 inch reach. Carl Franz with a 69 inch reach. Nice. And we see Bruce Buffer in a more subdued jacket tonight. Not as audacious as some of his other ones. And I'm kind of glad because I would hate if Brendan was here and he didn't get to see an audacious jacket. Because who doesn't want to see an audacious jacket? It is a beautiful night in New York City, and we're glad to be joining you and you joining us. Our judges are Douglas Crosby, and they just flashed it for a second and take it away. Herb Dean is your referee. One day I'm going to get all the judges. Like, I'm going to see them all, and they're not going to have the graphic up for negative five seconds. I feel like they do that on purpose, so you don't know who they are, because and so you don't show up to their house. I, I feel like that's the reason. Tom Clawson, we had we had an internet we had an internet issue, and we're back now, and everything's good. And I'm glad just to be glad here with you guys, Tammy Sosa. It started over because we had an internet issue because of the heat in the city. Happens sometimes, it's happened to us before, but we're rolling through it, and we're all fine now. We're all little Fonzies, we're all cool, and we're going to ride through it for these last two fights because we're a goddamn family. Sorry, I do that sometimes. But if you want to give us some
1: Break cash, homie.
0: to feel sorry for us because of what happened,
1: Break cash, homie.
0: please donate to the Super Chat.
1: Break cash, homie.
0: And then we see Alexander Volkanovsky made his way over from Hooters. Was that Hooters in the American Airlines Center? Does someone let me know if that's true or not? It is true when you are here, your family, like the Manson family. It was 105 degrees today in Boise, Idaho. Steph, would you live in Boise, Idaho if it was 105 degrees? Faintly. Faintly. And Herb Dean, standing over both of them. Cara France, and Moreno touch gloves. It is about to be violent up in this motherfucker. If you did not see the last two fights, which included a backpack RNC and Derek Lewis getting crumpled... You are in for one motherfucker of a co-main event. Let's go. It is time for your co-main event. Moreno on the outer edge of the octagon. Controlling the center is Cara France. Wishing and hoping and praying for a victory here tonight. Both men. Moreno looking to win back the championship. Cara France. Looking for his first claim at a UFC world title. Carl Franz missing hard with a leg kick. Both men pacing now. Keeping his hand. Ooh, quick jab by Carl Franz. Does not land. Leg kick. Landed by Carl Franz, but a faint one. Ooh, left hand by Moreno. Missing with that jab. Battling back and forth here early. Both fighters looking for a rhythm and a cadence. Cara France with a kick to the body. Pushed away, though, by Moreno. And we've got a dick kick. We've got a dick kick today. Someone got hit in the penis. Hooray, it's a dick kick. Ooh, they have an official timeout thing now. That's the new stinger. Like, we got to... Douglas Abramsky, I'm in Texas and stepped outside, smelled smoke and thought it was the sun. Then saw my neighbor barbecue. What were they barbecuing? What were they cooking? We're 26 seconds into your dick kick break. It is five minutes for a dick kick break. Let us know in the chat if you've ever been hitting the testicles. That's the phrase that pays today. And we continue the fight here. Steph, Steph, you've been hitting the balls. (laughs) Fuck, now I want ribs. Thanks, Doug. 3.36 left to go in the round. This one's going longer than the last fight. But will it make it out of the round? We have gone... Two of the last three fights have not seen the scorecards. And Moreno keeping is doing the keep away with his hand. Going, yeah. Punch to the body, missed by Cara Franz. 310 left to go in the round. It's kind of sad it wasn't 311. Amber is the color of your energy and the name of a horrible human being. 259 left to go in the round. Both fighters standing in the center of the octagon. Oh, and a leg kick by Moreno. He gets kicked in the ankle by Cara France. 245 left to go in the round left hand thrown by Car by Moreno but he eats a leg kick to the the front leg the left leg by Car Franz and now in a variation of a martial arts stance Car the uh, Moreno kind of going like this and not keeping his hands up like a fist 219 left to go in the round. 214. Carl Franz is back near the fence. My shoes have been stolen. And Moreno looking to take control and take back the flyaway title. Kick to the knee by Carl Franz. The inside of the outside leg. Moreno standing in the center of the octagon. Left hand, pardon me, right hand by Car Franz. Car Franz trying to get him down, and now a takedown attempt by Moreno. The BJJ black belt, looking to lock down the, the, the challenger here. The former champion looking to take control. Reverse waist lock of pride. Now trying to go for a single leg takedown is Moreno. Kyra France runs away from that one and keeps it moving. Minute 24 left to go. Overhand left thrown by Kyra France. Not landing. Was that? Was Moreno moving out of the way? Minute 14 left to go in the round now. Moreno missing with a left hand. Looking for an opportunity. Here's Cara France. misses a couple of left hands. Does Moreno. Uppercut missed by Moreno. We are in round number one of five for the vacant UFC Flyweight Interim Championship. Standing in the center of the octagon are both fighters under a minute now. 39 seconds left to go in the first round. Kick missed by Cara France. Leg kick landed that time, faintly to the outside of the outside leg. Pardon me, the inside of the outside leg. Moreno lands a few shots on his car. Franz body kick landed by Moreno. 22 seconds now. The Tijuana native looking to add some gold to him. Trying to make his bags heavier on the way back home. Missing with the elbow attempt. 10 seconds left to go in the round. Moreno looked like he was trying to hug Cara France for a second push kick right to the tum-tum of the New Zealand-based fighter, and we will go to round number two. Shout-out to Hayden O'Rear, saying my pop culture and music references are awesome and very smooth. Ribs more than the like button. Well, I don't know about that, but or like button more than the ribs. Adrian Goerman asking when if you've ever getting hit in the balls, said in all caps, yes, that shit hurts. That is the in-depth commentary we give you here on Combat Culture. If you want more in-depth commentary like that, please like, comment, and subscribe. Melodramatic Ruminations, which is a top-flight YouTube channel name, uh, sending good vibes. Well, good vibes to you. Good vibes to all who are joining us across the Combat Culture Network see people starting to filter back in that we had with us before so grateful to have all of you guys here with us here tonight happy SummerSlam to those who observe Sean Bowser rooting for Moreno I'll be finishing SummerSlam as soon as we get off the air, no spoilers please and thank you and here we go with round number two, Moreno's right eye looking a little wonky Cara France looking just like an angry child in a British period piece as he walks into the center of the octagon. The flyweight division showed up and showed out earlier tonight with Alexander Pantoja and Alex Perez. And now Moreno tried to grapple and land a knee. Misses the knee. And coming out of that one is Car france 4.34 left to go. Bouncing around is Moreno right into the center of the octagon. Left jab thrown by Moreno. Moreno and Figueredo had some of the best fights in UFC history and flyweight division history over the last couple of years. Hopefully, when Figueredo is 100%, we can run that back. This is for the interim title. Just about 55 seconds gone by in round number two. Carl Franz and Moreno, electric footballing right now, a ton of energy, landing the kick to the leg was Moreno to Cara France's left knee. Head kick attempt blocked by Cara France. Standing in the center of the octagon, 345. This is the second fight of the evening to go into the second round on the main card. First fight of the evening went all three rounds, and then the next two fights were, quote-unquote, fucking banana pants. Left hand thrown by Cara France. Left hand thrown by. Moreno doesn't land. Takedown attempt. Cara France almost in the Luther Campbell position. Moreno trying to take the back, but now Cara France pressing, pressed up against the fence. Has his ribs, has his right side pressed, and Cara France throwing shots at the former champion's head. And now in the Tebow position... And now Moreno steps in and throws some shots, and Carl France has to get out of there. Got on his bicycle, leg kick by Carl France with 249 left to go in round number two. Jab by Moreno, lands a couple of jabs, missed an overhand right. 237 left to go in the round. Carl France controlling the center of the octagon. Missing with a combination is Car France. Moreno takes him down. Car France gets up and nearly, narrowly, pardon me, avoids a head kick from the former champion. And here comes the pressure now. The gas being driven a little bit more by the former champion. 215 left to go in round number two. Car France fighting more defensively here. As we get deeper, and it's going to be interesting as Moreno tries to dag- drag Cara France into deep waters as we get closer to championship rounds, Moreno has experience that going past round number three. It'll be interesting to see what Car France can do. Uh, someone asking, has anyone ever told me I look like mankind? Eh, I've been told. Left-right combination by Moreno. Whether I agree with him or not is not as different. Oof. Minute 40, ribbon on the square there, Steph. Ribbon on the square. Minute 36, leg kick missed by Mar- by Carl Franz. He slipped on that one. He was Charlie Brown, and Moreno's leg was the football, and he got lucid on that one. Minute 24, head kick attempt missed, and an overhand left by Moreno missed. Both fighters trying to land here, getting more active. Carl Franz with a right-left combination. Both men landing shots to the jaw. Almost rock 'em sock 'em time, but both fighters getting composed and resetting with a minute ten left to go in the round. Justin Jones saying, I'm pretty. Well, thank you. Someone saying, I look like Hurley. You can go fuck a train. Minute two left to go in the round. Both fighters looking to jockey for position as we head into the third round of five. But with this division, anything can happen. We saw that in the Perez-Pantoja fight, and we might see it here. 49 seconds left hand landed by Moreno. Throwing another one. Head kick, and Cara France trips Moreno. And Moreno doing the mama-say-mama-sama-makusa back up twice to avoid shots by Cara France while getting up. That motherfucker is smooth. 34 seconds left to go in the round. Left hand thrown by Moreno. Left-right combination does not land from the former champion. 26 seconds left to go in round number two. Leg kick into a couple of combination shots leg kick by Car France left right punch combination from Moreno another leg kick com- from Car France Car France in trouble gets caught with a couple of shots by the former champion 7 seconds in round 2 now and Moreno getting into his bag playing that peekaboo style fighting like Tyson in the cat skills and that'll be the round and we will go back to the corners Thank you so much Steven Miglio uh, shout out to Matt Zafron. Glad you're joining us for the first time. Trigger D saying Matt Ryan is cash, homie. And thank you. Shout out to Spider Web Marketing. Glad you're joining us. Two nothing Moreno. I would give it I would give it two nothing Moreno. He's been the more dominant fighter in these first two rounds. More- Aqua Holic Fishing. Some solid names here tonight, Steph. Like some solid YouTube names here tonight. <laughs> Uh, asking is saying Moreno looking like peekaboo street shout out to a -a peekaboo street reference in the year of our Lord 2022 and a shout out to the professor winning our game here tonight. The game we play before every show. That's why you got to join us at the start of the card. We play games. We play the guest of time game and that one was won by the professor tonight at 1017 uh someone asked spider web marketing asking where's my partner brendan Sokler not able to join us but we'll be back for ufc 278 that was going to be a humdinger of a card we'll be back in august and was celebrating my third anniversary all month long here on combat culture and by that i mean i'm just gonna wear a party hat every day start of round number three both men in the center of the octagon moreno keeping his left hand up and trying to keep away Taller of the two fighters, lankier of the two fighters. Minus 500 favorite right now is Moreno. Cara France a plus 320 underdog. That is not good, but Cara France takes the leg on a kick attempt. And now Moreno trying to crawl up the body and trying to pull a triangle. Cara France in a instant. Getting down, he was a plus 320, and that one might have fucked up the odds for everybody. 420 plays left to go in the round, and both men scrapping with Moreno on his back, and Cara France in control, but Cara France will get out of it and just start throwing shots with impunity into the job. of Moreno, spinning back fist by Moreno, and I think we've got some raspberry jam up in this bitch. Welcome to IHOP, motherfuckers. Four minutes left to go in the round, and these guys are swinging. Straight left, landed by Car France. Pace slows down for a minute. 3.50, left hand again. Moreno throws a left, leg kick thrown by Cara France. 3.40 now left to go in the round. Cara France is back to the octagon. Steps inside and Moreno throws a left and then a right. Another left by Moreno. Overhand left, landed, body shots by Moreno. Left thrown by Moreno. 321 left to go in the round. Overhand left missed by Cara France. 316 what left to go in round number three. Pacing around. Is Moreno uppercut. Cara France lands it and then immediately gets out of the way of Moreno. This is the best Cara France has looked all fight. And this is the round he's going to need. Lanza right and followed up with a lefted Cara France. And it looked like Moreno almost ended up on Baker Street because he almost got sacked soloed by Cara France. But he stands up. Another leg kick by Cara France. 247. And both of these guys throwing hands, throwing wild Thornberry shit. And, Mar- and Moreno's nose is busted. And he cannot blow his nose. I think his nose is broken. 234 left to go in the third round. both men standing in the center of the octagon left hand thrown by moreno but leg kick landed by car france 222 overhand right missed by moreno both men measuring towards the center of the octagon moreno controlling the distance car france playing keep away landing a leg kick 209 a shot to the body landed by car france Left hand missed by Moreno. 204 left to go in the round. Pacing around the octagon is Cara France. Car France steps in with a wild couple of shots. Does not land. Misses a leg kick. Car France gets hit with a leg kick of his own. So far, significant strikes in the round. 24 to 14. Car France in the lead to Moreno. 145 left to go in the round. Moreno controlling the center of the octagon. Car France plays a little bit of keep away. Steps inside. Does Moreno. But does Car France? Both men back in the center of the octagon. Left hand thrown by Moreno. Throwing that left. Keeping it loose with that left hand. Body kick to Cara France. And there's a cut underneath the eye of Moreno. I think that's in conjunction to the nose injury. And Cara France misses. Moreno gets him on the upswing with an uppercut. And then tried to land a head kick. Getting one out of three shots there. Ain't the worst thing in the world for Moreno. And Trigger saying two to one heading in the championship rounds right now. Yeah, if it when we go into this round, it'll be two to one minute left to go in the round, but a lot can happen in 60 seconds, and we're in Texas, so the judges may be Buck Wilden out there. Leg kick landed by Cara Franz. Right to that front knee, that left knee of Moreno. Left jab, not landed by Moreno. Switching up his stance, trying to keep his arms loose, is a former champion. 40 seconds now. Takedown attempt by Cara France. Spinning out of it was Moreno. 36 seconds now. Spinning, just driving in there. And it looks like this one's over. A body kick by Moreno. Cara France went down. And Herb Dean will mercifully stop this one. Cara France should have been stopped a moment ago. But Moreno... Gets the shot to the kidneys, doubles him over, and take him home tonight. He doesn't want to let you go till he sees the light, and he's the new interim UFC flyweight champion, Brandon Moreno, walking out with the Striz app. And a shout-out to Ryan Baker, donating $4.99 to the cause. One more time, $4.99 for the cause. Another shout out to everybody for the calm words. Kind words. Maddox, Saffron, even Joe doesn't ignite as much as you. Uh, do I take blood pressure medication? I, weirdly enough, have good blood pressure. <laughs> New York State Athletic Commission always keeps me honest. But it is. Will McHale, your motherfuckers are so tastefully interspersed. It's true. And I don't think this is the last we're gonna see of Kai Car France. He he came to fight. He came to scrap tonight. And there you see Davis and Figueiredo with a spangly Panther sweater. That's the that's the, that's what it was, right? Like it was a spangly Panther sweater. And we'll see the replay here. Left hand to the face, kick to the ribs. It, it, it caught him in the kidneys. And then right there, the fight's over. The fight's over. And Herb Dean's like 16, 17. Like he got hit with 20 more shots. Kick to the body, one Mississippi. All right, so he drops down one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Jesus Mary, mother of God, Herb Dean should have stopped that fight as soon as he hit the ground. And Moreno doing a little bit of that billionaire strut. No need for an NDA on that one. He is walking out with the victory. Trigades parlay is dead in the water, and I'm so sorry. Pantoja versus Kai, according to Alcoholic Fishing. That'd be a fun fight. I would love to watch that fight. But we're getting Figueredo Moreno 4. And sweet baby Jesus, I'm so ready for it. I'm ready for it. I am so ready for it. It was a kidney shot. What a shot. Just right to the yings. Doug's dug out. Herb knew he better not stop it early after the Lewis situation. Yeah, that is interesting that he was just like ready to go for the next fight. And you've got some light heavyweight boxing. Oh, no, next week on, on the fight night. Santos versus Hill. That's the next UFC fight night. We will not be live for that one. But we will see you for the next UFC pay-per-view in August, August 20th. just taking a look at the chat here what a night of fights like this has been an amazing night of mixed martial arts madness and I'm so glad to hang out with y'all it's been a fun card so far spiderweb marketing good lord all my picks have gone wrong tonight what the fuck that this is this is what we get for having a a SummerSlam card the same night as as a UFC card like That shouldn't happen. Like, we should never have that happen again. And Brendan Moreno is now the interim UFC flyweight champion. Gets the chip back after the TKO victory. Holding on to the monster energy drink that he legally has to, but I don't think he gets paid for it. I don't know if he's one of the monster-sponsored athletes or not. What round does the main event end in? That is an interesting question being asked in the chat. I'm going to ask you guys right now: Who do you think is walking out of the main event? Is it going to be Juliana Pena, or is it going to be Amanda Nunes? Asking you that in the chat right now. A shout out to. Trigger D saying a fifth-round decision by Nunez. That's interesting. Someone saying this would never have happened if Brendan was here. Brendan missed all the the fireworks. That makes me sad. He he missed the kaboom, the big kaboom. And while we're waiting, we've got people predicting Pena. Pena third-round ground and pound. Nunez, uh, Jonathan Rice saying Nunez by second round. Uh, Ryan Baker's parents are watching SummerSlam. Well, I, I, I would be watching SummerSlam if this wasn't on. A melodramatic rumination saying Vixen Valentina, uh, pardon me, uh, paying you for the win. And there's Davidson Figueredo with his Spangly Panther sweater. And, and, oh no, Figueredo coming into the, coming to, coming to cage side. Oh boy. There's going to be a strike force. We got a. I'm feeling strike force vibes. it's feeling like Nashville. It's feeling like Nashville now. Moreno and Mister Chartreuse, Joe Rogan, the man, they, the man in the suit that they cut out every scene of West Reservoir Dogs, and Moreno and Figueredo. Figueredo, Now he's being allowed into the octagon. It's about to get spicy in here. The. You've got the interim champion and the undisputed champion fighting for the fourth time. First time was a draw. Both men split the second and third fight. Figueiredo winning the third. But Moreno and Figueiredo will be facing off to unify those titles. And this one is going to be one hell of a Gus Johnson having PTSD flashbacks, Trigger D said. (laughs) And the strovia to everybody watching along at home. Having some purple coffee. Let me know what you guys are are drinking at home. You want to do the food challenge? Yeah, let's do... Yeah, so... We had a mobile production studio tonight for for one half of the show because Steph and the professor had to travel because the professor had to perform, and I was informed while they were on their way that I, there was a food challenge awaiting me. And we have gone to the point because we are a YouTube program <laughs> where we have to do where we have to do challenges. Yes, okay. I I, um, I don't know if they can hear me. They can hear you. Um, so it is candy. Okay. I want you to
1: close your eyes. Okay. I'm going to hand you the candy.
0: All right. I need you to taste the candy. Okay. And then I want to see your reaction. All right. All
1: right. I'm going to hand it to you. Okay. Okay. There you go. Now it's a lollipop. Oh no! Make sure they see it. Oh no! Can they see it by the microphone? I I, I my you eyes are
0: closed. My okay. eyes are closed. Taste. I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It's a pickle lollipop. It is pickle. <laughs> Ugh. Get me anything that's not that, uh, please. Oh, okay. Oh no. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. I hate pickle. Ugh. Uh, shout out to Rob Ray watching us in the Philippines. I don't know. No, I meant like a beverage of some I sort. Setting like a, a Bischoff cookie or something something that's just not that cane that what is that no uh, this is it's not a game anymore is that bacon it's bacon alright that's fine oh that's good that's actually good cause it tastes like maple it just tastes like maple syrup fucking pickle taste is still in my mouth ugh That's the quality content you get here on the show. (laughs) Three years, baby. Three years of this shit. Let the bosses know that I deserve a raise for that. I get combat pay for that. I get hazard pay. James Kemper saying candy corn for the man. It brings it back to our candy conversation. Couldn't get a motherfucker a nerd's rope or something? Couldn't get a motherfucker a nerd's rope or, you know, some taffy? You were down shore and I don't get taffy. I get a pickle lollipop. Tastes like repressed memories and sadness. Thank you. Pena and Nunez are not even anywhere near the octagon. We are seeing a commercial for, I believe, a, a it's a, Idris Elba being hunted by animals. That's that's all that is. Also, I shouldn't eat taffy when I have to call a fight. I was gonna say. Terrible idea. Terrible idea. I'll just, <laughs> just drink some more of this. Yeah, it triggered you saying a long way from now and later is in a bandsaw. If you missed the first half of the show, then you don't you you would you have no idea what he's talking about. But uh thank you again for the congratulations. We're up to our main event. Will this one be a stoppage? Will this one follow the fate of its three brother and sister fights? Let's take a look at the same fight parlay. Thirteen hundred and a plus thirteen hundred, a hundred wins you fourteen hundred dollars forty-five on under one and a half rounds, plus 105 on the fight to end in a knockout, plus 215 for Nunes to have over 30 strikes in round number one. Is that a parlay you'd want? Let us know. Steven Miglio with a very good point. Something that I completely agree with. Yeah, as Stanley Franklin. It won't go away. It just, it just, the taste is just ugh. But let us know in the in the chat who you think is going to win our main event. Uh, Matt Ryan, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Ryan Yells. That is on Twitter at Matt Ryan Yells. And the last time these two fought was at UFC 269. Juliana Pena walked in as the heavy underdog walks into the night. As a heavy other do- underdog, do pickle pops make other stuff taste weird? Yeah, because that just taste lingers on your tongue. It's garbage. Soap toaster saying penal, a penya, with multiple exclamation points that look like L's, which I think means I'm going blind. Or at least blinder. Pickles can't blind you. So that's not how that works. I'm just old. Celebrated a birthday since the last time you guys saw me. I'm getting old now. This is Pena's first title defense and her second title fight ever. So if you think about that in a vacuum, if you put these two fighters' resumes up against each other, with the fact that Pena beat Nunes in the fight, with that fact, what do you... Do do you do you stay with the champion? Do you side with someone in their second ever title fight after giving the most dominant champion in women's MMA history? That's not Chris Cyborg. Time to rest, relax and refocus. Cuz I think we all could agree that Nunes needed that loss more than she needed a win if she was going to continue in MMA and if she was going to continue to be a dominant fighter. One loss does not make or break a career. At least it shouldn't in this sport. In boxing, it has. In other combat sports, it has the propensity to, especially in MMA, one loss should not define a fighter. But Charlene making an excellent point. Pena seems more confident and has something to prove. Well, yeah, she does. She's the champion, and she's walking into this fight the underdog. Like, that's that's nuts that you know in a fight situation you, you and if it's a rematch it is rare to see the underdog be the person carrying in the gold but when it's Amanda Nunes who still holds a belt by the way she still holds a title in a different weight class and she's just focusing on this weight class for this fight for this return between now and December it's been seven months almost eight months since that fight took place. So from that moment until now, one would have to think that this is all Nunes is focused on, outside of being a mother and a wife, because, you know, she started her own fight camp. She, you know, we've had this ultimate fighter season. It is really going to be interesting to see what Amanda Nunes is the one that makes the walk to the octagon. Took us a while, but Travis Garza asking you showing the fight, you hosting the fight. Yes, I'm hosting the fight, but I'm not showing the fight. Ryan Baker, if I had to bet ten bucks, Nunez or Pena, I'd go Nunez. I I, just, I... heart says Pena, brain says Nunez because it's hard for me to bet against Amanda Nunez. Uh, Pe- Philip the Wise thinks Nunez is going to energy dump in round number one. Tammy Sosa saying the belt is going back to its rightful owner. The octagon and the entire arena is awash in green green light, which only means Reptile from the Mortal Kombat series will be showing up. Nope, it's actually Nunez making the Goldberg walk from her dressing room to the octagon. And I, I forgot, the, yeah, so Jake Paul's fight got canceled. Logan Paul had a good match at SummerSlam. And that's what happened today. It's been a weird day. Bobby Lewis saying, Matt Ryan is my dad. That is impossible for a litany of reasons. Brian Fitz saying, $100, first round knockout by Nunez. sushi picking uh, Pena via a uh, Futurama reference. A native of Baja, Brazil, Amanda Nunez making her walk to the octagon. ESPN going live with the walkouts, which is an interesting part of the... uh, That's an interesting marketing play by ESPN, to be completely honest, because that gives you some last-minute pay-per-view sales. I'd love to see how that works, whether or not... What the minute-by-minute would be of purchases after showing it on ESPN. That Just as a nerd, that would be interesting to me. But we see Amanda Nunes making that walk to the octagon... In our main event this evening, it's UFC 277 on Combat Culture. I'm Matt Ryan, and I'm so glad you are joining us here tonight. Nunez hugging her team. as she makes her way to the octagon one more time. For what could be her last fight in this weight class. It could be her last fight at bantamweight. She's currently the women's featherweight champion. Two successful title defenses of that title. Five successful defenses of the bantamweight title before she lost to Peña. She won 12 straight fights. Most wins in bantamweight history with 11. Most finishes in bantamweight history with 8. And she enters the octagon one more time. 21-5 and five in her career. Juliana Peña and 11-4. Pena's last loss came to Jermaine Durandamy in 2020, a former champion in her own right, the winner of the Ultimate Fighter 18. Two Performance of the Night bonuses, one against Nunez in their first fight and the other against Milana de Winner of the 2021 Upset of the Year. Will she be, do you think tonight if she wins, is it an upset? Let me know in the chat what you guys think. Is it an upset? If the defending champion wins tonight, is it actually an upset? That's the interesting part of this. Stephen Miglio saying it best, weird for Nunes to be announced as the challenger. She's coming out first. Champion walking out second. It's real interesting how this is going to play, whether or not that has a psychological effect on Nunez. It's all about momentum. Fights are about momentum. And whoever has the momentum at the opening bell is going to be the one who carries this fight early on. PDX underscore C. Holly Holm gets the winner for immediate title shot as per UFC rules. Good job. Good rib. Young Ed, Matt Gilbert Ryan. Ah, oh, thanks, Ed. Thanks. I've been good this show. I've gotten the names right. I've gotten the pronunciations mostly right. I'm not exhausted. So that's a positive. So it's been a, it's been a good day. And then we see Juliana Pena making the old Goldberg walk. And Stanley Franklin
1: cash, homie.
0: donating ten dollars to the cause.
1: Straight cash, homie.
0: Thanking myself and Steph. Straight cash, homie. Thank you so much again, Stanley Franklin, donating ten dollars to the cause in the super chat. And you can do the same thing if you're watching on the Combat Culture YouTube channel. Give us some of that straight cash, homie. There you go. That's to everybody who's donated to the super chat tonight. Thank you. You are the winners. You are the real ones. you guys win spider web marketing according to the bookmakers it's an upset yeah walking into tonight Pena is the underdog and you gotta wonder if that's fucking with her a little bit she's making a sullen walk to the octagon dead-eyed kissing I believe her mother hugging her daughter and her mother someone bet $6,500 on Juliana Pena's money line that looks like it would win them 71 or 21450 Steph. What does that say? 21450. So, 21 grand on that bet. That is a big win. That is a fair amount of money. Now, if someone wanted to send us 21,450, we will you just DM me on Twitter and we can go from there. Uh, bearer bonds, bullion, uh, send it all in chicken bouillon cubes. I want 21 grand in bouillon cubes. I think that'll work. Pena getting set into the octagon, getting looked over. He's current bantamweight champion, Todd, for third most wins in division history with seven. Todd, for third most finishes in bantamweight division history with four. It'll be interesting to see what she does here tonight in the rematch. She's knocked out three, submitted five, decision three, have had only four fights go to a decision. She is three and one when the fights go to the scorecards. I don't think we'll see the scorecards here tonight. Lindsay Anderson Pena shocked the world once and she can definitely do it again. No one gives you ever no one ever gives Juliana the respect she deserves. Everyone thought Nuñez was invincible. Pena showed the world she wasn't. Alcoholic fishing Paige Van Zant would work both of these ladies over. Quit Ribbon Pal. Quit Ribbon. Bobby Lewis saying Matt.
1: Cash,
0: Ryan Big fan, big fan of the soundboard. Just, just, just felt I fell in love with using this damn thing. It's it just so much fun. Just so much fun. Got the car crash. Got the straight cash homie sounds. Let me know what other sounds I should put what up. <laughs> pretty good. Let's take a look at the tail. Of the tape. Pena thirty two. Nunez thirty four. Pena with the height. Disadvantage coming at 5'6", Nunez at 5'8", Nunez at 135 pounds, Penny at 134 and a half, both coming in at or under championship rate, weight, and both fighters walking in with the same reach, 69 inches apiece. Nice. nice. And here comes Bruce Buffer, looking like the interior of a Cadillac Eldorado from 1967. Just, just classy enough. Clay Sharandowski, GSP, avenged all his losses. Yeah, she, he did. Can Can Nunes do the same thing? That That's the question. Do you define someone being great? And the judges are Douglas Crosby, Saudi Amato, and Jacob Montavo, and Mike Beltran, and his lovely mustache is your referee? Everybody making the Gilbert joke from last show. I'm just glad you guys keep coming back. Rib me all you want. You prick's come back, that's all I care about. You keep coming back and keep giving me attention. Matt Van Zant Ryan, thank you. Thank you. And we're getting ready here for the official introductions. The lights go low and if you think I have energy, I'm thirty three. I don't know how old Bruce Buffer is, but that guy is, I I don't know if he's a Death Eater or something, but the man's energy is insane. It's not fair how much energy that man has at that age, at any age. It's just unfair. This is what happens when you've been talking for... Two two and a half hours. By your, I don't know how I don't know how Alex Jones or Art Bell or any of these overnight radio guys like a Steve Summers. I don't know how they do it. Like, thank God for the chat, but bouncing off a bouncing off another person is so much easier. <laughs> Ryan Baker, not fair. How much jacket that man has? That is a lot of jacket. Like as a jacket, it's a lot because just the size of the of the lapels. They 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 look like seat covers. They look like couch cushion covers for your abuelita's couch. Like that just makes it all all the much better. And someone just did a random shui. You know, Ty Tuivas is not on the card. Why are you doing a shui? Who thought that was a good idea? Whose man's is this? Buffer is sixty five. Jesus, that's insane. Fact that he's sixty five. Jesus. Companion just bouncing back and forth in the corner. The Chicago native standing in the octagon. We are getting ready for the main event in Dallas. Coming to you live from the studio somewhere in the greater New York metropolitan area. Mike Beltran will get both fighters to the center of the octagon And you know it's a big fight when the security guards are in there, too, to make sure the peace is kept. Both fighters, or turn to the corner as security continues to stand in there. And away we go. One and yes, MMA Mania is our sister channel. Round one of five for the UFC Bantamweight title is underway. Nunes controlling the center of the octagon. She is in yellow. Pena in all black with gold trim. Over 10 seconds gone by. No strikes thrown yet. Nuñez switching stances. Now leading with her left hand. Started out leading with her right No action yet, just about 30 seconds gone by, 25 seconds gone by, head kick thrown by Nunez, blocked by the right arm of Pena, the defending champion. Switching her stance again is Nunez, leading with her left, push kick to the knee, missed by the former champion, Nunez. Switching up her stance again, now leading with her right. With similar reach and just a slight height advantage, Nunez has to figure out how to get inside the kitchen of Pena. Push kick missed by Nunez. Overhand right missed by Nunez. Both fighters in the generic Mortal Kombat shake 3D scan stance. Both fighters in the center of the octagon. Nunez leading with her right, Pena leading with her left. Thank you to Mount Uri. Donating four ninety nine to the cause. Cash, One more time. Cash, Overhand right. Missed by Pena. Throwing a left. Does not land after a kick from Nunez. Head kick missed by Pena. Followed up with a right hand that was missed by Nunez. 3.26 left to go in the round. Left-right combination landed by Nunez. Followed by a couple of strikes from the defending champion, Pena. Switching her stance again is Nunez. Leading with her right hand. Looking to create some pressure here. Juliana Pena uppercut thrown by Nunez. That one will land, followed up by an overhand left. 307 left to go in the round. Both fighters still looking to find any kind of rhythm. Overhand right landed by Nunez. Misses a left hook. Leg kick. Couple of shots landed by Nunez. Pena lands a few of her own. Both trying to find a way to fight out of this and maintain pace and control. The ch- the former champion looking more like the championship fighter here in the early going. Shout out to everybody watching us across the Combat Culture Network. Over 700 of you maniacs joining us. We're so glad to have you in the chat. Tell more people, let's make this a party. Right hand missed by Pena. Left hand missed by Nunez. Another shot missed by the champion, 2-2-2. It's not just the Corey's favorite number. It is how much time is left in the first round. Overhead kick missed by Pena. Left hand followed up by a right hand. Only one of those shots landing by Nunez. Nunez landing a right hand. Sending Pena back a little bit. Looking to create any sign of momentum. Right hand by Nunez. Pena goes down. It looked like she got pushed. Might have caught the eye of the champion. Right hand landed by Nunez. Minute 51 left to go in round one of five for the UFC Bantamweight title. Thank you for the con words, Lizzie Torres. Minute 39 left to go in the round. Both fighters standing in the center of the octagon. Right-handed Pena gets caught, and then does a little bit of a stumble-fuck gets right back up, though. Did the Bob Backlund knee walk after getting shot down? By Nunez, Minute 24 left to go in the round. Nunez are looking a lot more comfortable. A lot more loose. Looking to be in a pocket here. While Pena is kind of crabbed up and playing defensive. Still not able to find a rhythm like she did in the first fight. This is a different Amanda Nunez than we saw in December. Minute 5 left to go. Left hand missed by Nunez. One minute exactly left to go in the round. Trying to find... Some sort of rhythm, two shots, landed by Nunez, a couple of shots landed by Pena overhand, right, missed by the champion. 48 seconds left to go, left to the body by Nunez. Pena keeping her hands up, 42 seconds left to go in the round, overhand, right, missed by Pena. Stepping inside, left-right combination, missed by Pena. Nunez with two quick left jabs, pushes the fight back towards the center of the octagon. Push kick, but a couple of shots landed by Pena. Left hand to the bottom of the jaw, didn't collect connect fully, but still landed. 25 seconds left to go in round number one. Going inside, trying to take the leg is Nunez, Nunez and not able to. Pena lands a tiny in response. 15 seconds left to go in the round. Pena might be finding a pocket. Landed a right hand to the face of Nunez. Nunez checks the chin of Pena. Peña with a left uppercut. Seven seconds left to go in the round, and another left hand followed up by a right by Nunes. Nunes sending Peña backwards, and that'll be the end of round number one, and the defending champion looking more like the challenger after the first five minutes. Chickadee D saying, Inamari, roll that like button. Uh, taking a look at the chat here. Dylan Frost asking for Penny to go for a takedown. Strikes her even at 18, which is interesting, per uh, Philip the Wise. Uh, PDX underscore CSEA, assuming he's from Seattle. How do you score that round? I would go 10-9, Amanda. Yeah, 10-9, Amanda Nunez. The deeper that round went, the more comfortable Nunez was, and she dictated the pace of that round and was able to stumble Pena, even though those aren't knockdowns, those still matter. That overhand right sent sent Pena a little stumbly, and just an overhand right that caught just right on the button. It glanced the temple of Juliana Pena. And Pena got in some shots. Pena got in some solid shots, but right now it's 10-9 Amanda Nunes for me. Round number two begins in Dallas. So glad to be here with you. Matt Ryan calling the action for you. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Ryan Yells. Leg kick, pardon me, body kick missed by Nunez. Over 10 seconds gone by in the round. Round two of five for the UFC Women's Bantamweight Championship. We saw one title tonight become official. Brandon Moreno becoming the interim UFC Flyweight Champion. Looking to make something happen. Pena's down. Pena dropped by Nunes with a right hand. Pena's still in this fight. Mike Beltran keeps it going. And now Pena on her back trying to play keep away. Nunes will step away. Beltran will get Pena up and will lean with it and we will rock with it. Here in round number two for 11 left to go in the round. What a shot by the former champion. Cocking up that overhand right, but pulls it back. Head kick stopped and stifled by Nunez. Four minutes left to go in the round now. 3.57. Both fighters standing in the center of the octagon. Nunez utilizing that reach, trying to figure out where she is. Peña does the same. Peña coming in like, oh, it's a fire! And Nunez clips the jaw again! And Peña takes a flat back and turtles up. And she will step away, and Peña will walk right back into it. I just scared the shit out of Philip the Wise. I am so sorry, but them's the breaks, Bubba. Overhand left missed by Pena. Leg kick missed by Nunez. Pena steps right back into the fire. Missed right hand by Nunez. Body kick by Nunez. Playing keep away again is the current. The former bantamweight champion, the current champion, trying to find distance. Steps in with a left hand. Misses with that one. Steps inside. Couple of shots from Pena. And that right hand was loaded up by Nunez, but it doesn't land. 2.58 left to go. Right hand thrown by Nunez. Left hand gets inside. Tried to go for a right, but pushed away by Pena. Inside, couple of shots landed by Pena, but not powerful. Still trying to load up that right hand. It's been effective in this round. That right hook from Peña. Pardon me, by Nunez. Left shot. Landed by Peña. But the jaw just keeps kind of bouncing back for Nunez. 233 left to go. Trying to get inside as the former champion. Throwing that right hand still. Trying to keep it free and keep it open. Body kick. Landed by Nunez. 223 left to go in the round. Peña looking more and more like the challenger. The deeper this fight goes, trying to step inside, trying to isolate that right hand, keep that right hand away. Pena steps inside, throws a right of her own, two lefts, and then a right doesn't land, and Pena gets pushed and swung around by Nunez. Pena keeps trying to throw punches and bunches, but is not able to land on the jaw of Amanda Nunez. And even when she does, she just eats another shot from the former champion. Minute 50 left to go. In round number two, body kick feigned by Pena. Minute forty-five left to go. Standing in the center of the octagon, overhand right thrown, trying to play keep away. Right hand thrown by Nunez. Minute thirty-four left to go. Over, oh, right uppercut missed. Left right combination land by by Nunez. Nunez Pena Pena th- gets dropped again with the left hand. This time to the jaw. That jaw is turning into elevator down. For Juliana Pena, she gets back up, and it's the third time in this round that Pena's been sent to the canvas following a punch to the jaw. Three knockdowns in this round for Amanda Nunes. Left hand thrown by Pena, doesn't land. Minute left to go in the round. 52 seconds left to go in round number two. Been a long night at the office. Pena, trying to get back in this one. She would have to take the next three rounds in a row. Or stop Amanda Nunes again. This fight is going deeper than their first fight and that serves well for Nunes. Left hand thrown by Nunez, switches her stance again. Leg kick. Oh, and another right hand clips the back of the ear. Nunez stays, pardon me, Pena stays standing. She throws some shots, but playing keepaways, the former champion. Head kick, but a right hand sends Pen Nunez floating back a little bit. Nunez gets inside, presses Pena up against the fence. Eight seconds left to go in the round. Pena throwing that right hand while pressed up against the fence. And we will go to round number three. With an excellent performance from Amanda Nunez. Shout out to Charlene. Uh, who the F farted saying Stockton slapped that, li- that like button. Shout out to everybody at the chat. Mike and Jenny Mar- Marchanowski calling me the next Joe Rogan. Not a big fan of horse pace, and I look terrible bald. So, But I would love to star on news radio. I think someone is cash, in the studio right now. Rob Ray disagrees. I don't know with what. But we will enter round number three. Someone saying, cut that hair and shave, I'll get ladies. uh, This is my look. This is how I make money. I get paid to look like this. Round number three begins. Both fighters in the center of the octagon. 4.50. Left hand thrown by Nunes. Left-right combination. Spinning back elbow by by Nunez. And Peña almost grabs the top of Nunez to stay, can stay upright. Just to avoid that deadly back elbow. Right hand missed by Nunez. 4.19 left to go in round number three. 4.10 left to go. Shout out to the Don watching us. Pena steps inside, tries to take down Nunez. Pena pressing Nunez up against the Pardon me, Nunez pressing Pena up against the fence. Cats meow, I get paid for the total package, baby, like Lex Luger. Pena standing in the center of the octagon. Nunez controlling center, 340 left to go in the round. Right hand landed by Nunez. Not effectively. 330 left to go in the round. Head kick attempt missed by Pena. 322 left to go in the round. Left hand thrown by Nunez. Pena flailing shots, not landing. Gets inside, throws a couple of shots, and Nunez gets a left hand in the fracas. 308 left to go in round number three. Pena circling the octagon. Controlling the center now. Nunes on the outside. Nunez takes down Pena, but Pena trying to lock in a choke. She can try to pull a guillotine here, trying to cinch the head. The neck is in play, but Nunez will get out of it, and Pena will knock some shit and try to knock some sense into the head of Nunez. She wraps her legs around Nunez now, trying to posture up as the former champion. With 2.30 left to go, trying to climb up the body now is Pena, trying to get up over the shoulders, possibly pull off a triangle. A shout out to David Isaacs, co-founder of the UFC, in the chat, watching all the way from Santa Monica. Hello, old friend. Glad you are here. Glad everybody is watching with us across the Combat Culture Network. Pena just trying to climb up Amanda Nunez, try to pull that triangle. She is up to the shoulders. She couldn't, but good job by Nunez keeping her armpits firm. And now getting her legs out of it is Pena. Nunez trying to scramble here, and we're back to one, basically. Nunez trying to just play keep away here as Pena just trying to break through and pull the triangle. Trying to step up is Pena. Pena still down on the ground, left hand by Nunez, just trying to slip up the body of the former champion as the current champion, trying to utilize her hips. Nunez in control in this weird, wacky grab in this weird, wacky scramble. Pena trying to push off the hips of Nunez to flatten him out. And a right hand from Nunez dropping the hammer down on the current champion. Under a minute now, fifty-five seconds left to go. Blocking an elbow was Pena, and now looks like Nunez trying to go for, a, tried to get the freer leg. Pena was trying to get it, and we've got some raspberry jam. All oh, Pena's bleeding. Juliana Pena bleeding from the left side of her head right around the temple, like right in this region, in between the hair and skin line. Just trying to drive elbows in there. 15 seconds left to go before we go into championship rounds. Still grappling on the ground, still scrambling with five seconds left to go. Pena flailing with shots from the ground, and that will be the end of round number three. Pena and Nunes will get right back up and go to their corners, and there's a nasty gash on the side of Pena's head. It is not near her eye, but the blood could find their way to trickle into the eye. The cut men will go to work as we enter championship rounds. Lizzie Torres asking if they get cut with the ground and pound. That was the most likely of the scenarios, the strawberry jam coming out during the ground and pound. We'll take a look at a replay here. And there's an overhand right that gets blocked by Pena. Pena missing on a left hand, gets caught with the right. And a game of keep away, basically setting up the takedown by Nunez, but Pena held on and kind of did a satellite DDT on the way down to try to start the submission sequence. Per Philip the Wise, Nunez has landed 41 strikes, Pena 39. Right now, I have it three rounds to nil, but I can give that third round to Pena a little bit. I would say they're all 10, nine rounds. That third round could be a toss up, but she's going to have to definitively win this round or finish the fight to still have a chance in my opinion. Both fighters standing in the center of the octagon. Matt Ryan here with you. Thank you. All 1,100 of you insane people joining us here in the chat for the main event. You got to join us for the whole show, though. Got to hang out the whole time and become a part of the Sweeties here. 4.32 left to go in round number four. We are in deep water. Nunez on top of Peña on the takedown attempt. Two or three takedowns have landed tonight for Nunez, 67%. Trying to pop, trying to climb up the body as the current champion. Trying to get the left leg onto the right shoulder of Amanda Nunez. Nunez in trouble finds a way out of it. Now an arm triangle attempt slipping out of it and Nunez lighting the lamp with a couple of shots to the head of Pena, but Pena will pull Nunez back down. As Pena trying to control from the bottom here, Nunez trying to posture up and possibly get back to a standing position. And now Pena climbs up, wraps that right arm, carries it over the shoulder. Now going for the arm triangle in trouble is Nunez, but Nunez will pull out and stand right and go right back to the grapple game. If I'm Amanda Nunez, I have been winning this fight on the, on the, on the stand up game. I've been winning it on the ground, but Pena's been getting closer and closer to try to pull an arm troke or pull a traditional triangle and stop this fight. We are at the 316 what mark of the fourth round. Pena trying to keep Nunes from standing. Putting pressure on the hips and now climbing using the cage, gets the arm! Pena's got
1: the arm of Nunez,
0: but not in a great position! Nunez in trouble, and now she locks her calf around the neck of Pena, and now finds a way to slip out of it, trying to, now trying to go for a stretch muffler basically, just trying to lock in, and now just pressing the thigh and the, and the calf around the throat of Juliana Pena. She found a way out of it, and now, in the fetal position is Pena, and now in a variation of side control is Nunez. That was a bunch of weird, wacky bullshit, but with 234 left to go in the fourth round, we're still moving. 226 now, in a variation of side control is is the former champion Nunez. Who's been winning this fight so far. But some flashes of brilliance here from Juliana Pena. Trying to pull some submissions here. But the defense of Amanda Nunez has kept this fight alive. And now posturing up Pena. Getting a couple of elbows to the noggin. From the former champion. Minute 55 left to go in the fourth round, the penultimate round of UFC 277. Another elbow bouncing Peña's head off the canvas, flipping her through. Peña gets back up, almost put immediately into a reverse waist lock, and there is a crimson mask on the face of Juliana Peña, bleeding more buckets than Gino Hernandez on a Saturday night, in the Sportatorium right-hand landed by Nunez. Minute 27, Nunes takes down Pena one more time. And Pena holding on for dear life. And now try to climb up the tree once again. Try to climb up the mighty Brazilian oak. That is Amanda Nunes. A minute 11 left to go in the fourth round. And another left hand landed by Amanda Nunes. Three out of four takedowns tonight for the former double champion looking to win her second belt back. And Nunez standing, Pena on the ground. Mike Beltran might step in, kick to the leg by Nunez. And both fighters will stand back up. Nunez already standing, Pena, and we will continue here with 39 seconds left to go in the penultimate round. And in trouble, another takedown by Nunez. 25 seconds left to go. 18 to 19, Pena in round number one in terms of significant strike, 17 apiece, 15 to four Nunez in the last round and just so, oh, Pena. And there's another cut, I believe on the face of Juliana Pena. 10 seconds left to go in the round. And this one's a countdown to the fifth. And climbing up the tree, trying to pull the submission, try to go for a hail mary. Two seconds left to go in the round, and we will go to the fifth and final round as Amanda Nunes feeling better than I think she's felt in quite a long time, in rare form tonight against the game Juliana Pena. Someone comparing, me, calling me Mara Ronaldo Thank you for that. If you have not hit the like button, if you've not hit the subscribe button, do the thing. And also, if you want to give us some, Great cash, donate to the super chat, that's right. Cash, hit that button and donate some cash to us here. Toker 88 didn't expect the fifth. I, You know, I didn't either. I didn't expect that to happen, but we are here now. And we're so excited, over 1,300 of you joining us here in the chat. JR Daniel, I'm doing the thing and we're going to do the thing one more time. We got five minutes left. Take a look at the replay. Oh, there was a head, an accidental headbutt. And that kind of set up some of the weird, wacky nonsense we saw in the last round. And this crowd is on their feet. Both fighters will touch gloves and show a sign of respect. And it's time for the fifth round in Dallas brought to you by my inexplicable needs to want and eat all of the tacos right now. 10 seconds gone by in round number five. Pena controlling the center of the octagon throws a wild right hand. Nunez going for another takedown attempt, gets Pena up to the fence, trying to pull from the hips, takedown and another takedown, the fourth takedown of the after, of the evening for Amanda Nunez. On her back now is a man is Juliana Pena. Four eighteen left to go. Pena trying to stay keep Nunes where she is, try to stop and stifle the Brazilian, holding the neck and lo- and wrapping around the legs, and now using the cage to try to walk around and go for an arm triangle, maybe an arm bar. And climbing up the body, and she does one more time. Gets the arm, but doesn't get it fully. Nunez back up to her feet, and interlock. Ooh, tried to interlock the head, the, her ankles around the neck of Nunez. In our fifth round, and now a, an attempt at a choke here. A guillotine by Nunez, trying to hook it in. Both fighters are standing, and getting out of that one is Peña. Three thirty left to go in the fifth round. Both fighters standing, charging in is Nunez. Pena gets taken down again on a hit, a judo takedown. Beautiful hip takedown by Amanda Nunez. Three fourteen left to go in the round. Solid forearm shots from the former champion, looking to be a double champion one more time in her illustrious career. Will Amanda Nunez find a way? To keep this going for the next three minutes. Pena, looking like she ran into a razor blade factory with 250 left to go, needs a miracle to pull out the victory tonight in Dallas. The canvas has been, it has been signed in her blood for the last 10 minutes. Inside control. Nunez' knees driven into the mat. Pena trying to take the shoulder of the former and possible soon to be current Bantamweight champion. And now taking the back is Nunez, but Pena has the right arm. And Pena will release the hold. Nunez will try to get back into top position. Try to get into a full mount. She's currently in a half mount. With the right leg jutting between the legs of Nunez. Holding on to the neck is Peña. minute 53 and another left hand from the former champion. The Venezuelan vixen in a lot of trouble here. In the last 99 seconds of this fight. She has been a, put forth a valiant effort, but this is the Amanda Nunez we wanted to see and that we thought we'd see walking into the cage tonight. And she has made Juliana Pena pay for that victory in blood over 10 minutes of ground control time in this fight for Amanda Nunez. So two rounds, two rounds of this five round fight have been spent with Juliana Pena on her back or fighting. As Amanda Nunes controlled this fight from the ground. And back down to the ground, Pena. Still eating knees to the head now. And it looks like the blood is starting to dry around the hairline of Juliana Pena. It looks like now she has red hair in. It looks like she has been dyeing her hair in crimson. And now... Pena, her back has been taken by Amanda Nunez. Breaking out of the submission hold is Pena, but Nunez is still looking to cause harm. She is like Method Man at the beginning of Method Man. She is looking to find different ways to torture Juliana Pena for taking her title eight months ago. 20 seconds left to go in this one. And Pena doing anything she can to fight against the dying of the light. In her second title fight, she has gone the distance, but she will not walk out of Dallas with a heavier bag. She will be walking out with... With regrets, stitches, and a potential trilogy fight, as we will go to the scorecards in Dallas. Thank you so much for the kind words, everybody. Thank you, Cooper Lee. Didn't see, uh, didn't see your comments. I, I, I couldn't really look at the comments during this fight. Because it has been one hell of an evening and one hell of a fight. We are in the final round. Thank you, Michael Queen, for the nice words. Uh, we are at over 1,300 people joining us here in the chat tonight. Wish you guys were here with us all night long. If you're here with us for the first time and you really want to be a part of it, like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you, Mario Cook, for the kind words. Thank you, Dana Carney. Shout out to Renee Fierro. Thank you, Rob Ray. It's been a great anniversary show to hang out with you guys and call these fights. We'll be back in August. Thank you, PDX underscore C. Stay Crest, cut. I don't know. I can't. All the threes, bro. Uh, F5044 for Nunez. Thank you, Oakwood Joe. Shout out to Lacey in Oregon. Thank you, Chris Cooper. Sign of respect from both fighters. Take a look at some of the replays. If we're talking to Islam Makachev or Charles Oliveira, I, I don't have a pick for that fight yet. I don't have a pick. You, you're not locking me into a pick now. Thank you for the nice words, Stephen Carosa. That really means a lot. Thank you, guys. Let other people know. Like, you know, give me a follow on Twitter at Matt Ryan Yells uh, if you want to see me call fights for real, for real. Let, let everybody know. Let the UFC know. Let Bellator, Combate, anybody that does fights and you want to see me call their fights for real? The PFL. You know, I think the PFL would be a fun place for us. Let them know on Twitter. And we're taking a look at the replay again. What a performance from Amanda Nunes. Just what a fucking performance from one of the most dominant mixed martial artists in the history of the sport. Not just in MMA, and not just for women, but just overall mixed martial artists. And there's Amanda Nunes with her pretty daughter, dressed like, uh, uh, what the fuck? Melanie Griffith in Working Girl. There we go. Just couldn't remember the name of the movie. Thank you, Daryl, for the nice words, and thank you for sharing. If you share this with a friend, if you let people know, hey, here's what we do, here's what's going on. Please do the same. Let people know that uh, we got a party going on every month. Let's take a look at the scorecards. After five rounds, the judges have decided. 50-45, 50-45, 50-44, and 50-43 for Amanda Nunes winning her belt back. She is a double champion once again. Juliana Pena put forth a hell of an effort, but that was the Amanda Nunes we've come to expect to see inside the octagon, and she has become a double champion for the second time, and now she's Naruto running around the octagon with her championships. What a day for Amanda Nunez, and there she is with her daughter and her child. Her kid's freaking out. Shout out to Ryan Baker. Great
1: cash, homie.
0: Donating $9.99 cause. Great cash, homie. And a good night to you, Hal Crone. Thank you so much for joining us. And Mr. Chartreuse will interview Amanda Nunez. Want your final thoughts on the card, guys, if you're still hanging out with us, if you're still watching, we want to know what your thoughts were. On tonight's card and what you loved. And we'll talk about our next card the next time you'll see us here on Combat Culture. What a dominant performance. It was 50 to 45, 50 to 44, 50 to 43. Per what I saw uh, due to closed captioning. And shout out to closed captioning for helping out with that. But... What an amazing night. What an amazing card. Uh, This puts Amanda Nunes in top five all-time in UFC title fight wins with her 10th, behind Anderson Silva with 11, Demetrius Johnson with 12, George St. Pierre with 13, and Jon Jones, number one all-time, with 14. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Adam Gaffield. Thank you so much. If you're a first-time, long-timer, Last time, we we're just glad you showed up tonight. And thank you so much for joining us. Please like, comment, subscribe, share the link. Uh, we'll hopefully maybe have some highlights up on social media. If you saw some highlights that you want done or you want to see some of these calls again, please, please, please let us know. On social media, you can follow at MMA Mania at Bloody Elbow. You can follow me on Twitter at Matt Ryan Yells. You can follow Steph on Twitter at Steph Sotilli. And thank you so much. Thank you, Clay Um, Take care, everybody. Uh, my tw- That is my Twitter handle for those asking. Matt Ryan Yells is my Twitter handle. My Instagram is a little more private because I have photos of dogs and family members there. But uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Ryan Yells. You can follow me there at Matt Ryan Yells. Night to Ryan Baker. Thank you guys so much. The next time we will be with you will be for UFC 278. And that one is going to be one hell of a card with a main event unlike any other. Kamara Usman going up against Leon Edwards for the second time for the UFC Welterweight Championship. Also on that card, Jose Aldo versus Mareb Delishvili. Polo Costa versus Luke Rockhold. If that fight does happen, you got Tyson Pedro and Harry sucker on that card. You've got a lot of great fights. you got Marcin Tyborov against Alexander Romanov. So many great fights on that card. We're going to be joining you once again live right here on the Combat Culture YouTube channel. Our live streams always start 15 minutes before the main card. So that's 9.45 p.m. Eastern with a 10 p.m. start time for the main card. That's on August 20th. And thank you so much to everybody who joined us here tonight. 280 is going to be nuts. 278 is going to be ballerific like it's all terrific. So I'm going to say so long, farewell, afida the same, goodbye from all of us here at Combat Culture. Until next time, be cool, be nice, do good things, give everybody your love, care, and attention. And also, that's to you guys. That's to y'all for being awesome here tonight. You guys fucking ruled. It is always awesome to be a part of this and to host this show. Thank you to Steph and the professor. And on that note, I'm going to say so long, farewell, these, and goodbye from all of us here at Combat Culture. Good night. Be well. Be safe.
2: Thank you for listening to this Bloody Elbow Presents production. To check out more of our content, hop over to the Bloody Elbow Presents SoundCloud and iTunes pages as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is titled Bloody Elbow Presents. We are also on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Overcast, Player FM, and Amazon Music. Just search for Bloody Elbow Presents and you will get brand new shows throughout the week, including Care Don't Care, The Mookie and Crookie Show, the MMA Vivisection, the Level Change Podcast. The sixth round post-fight show, sixth round retro, the MMA depressed us. crookland's corner, exclusive fighter interviews, show money, and radio-style play-by-play for every UFC pay-per-view. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter at Bloody Elbow, Facebook at facebook.com/ Bloody Elbow Blog, and as always on BloodyElbow.com.